When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. On the Texas A&M Sports Network. Give to Defy. A lot of room up the middle. He's at the 10. Diving left side. Touchdown. Devon A. Chain. He made the cut inside the 10. And A. Chain, the 26 yard touchdown. From Learfield. At the 5. Up the right side inside the numbers. A. Chain up the right side in front of the Aggie sideline. Stays on his feet. He's at midfield. He's at the 40. It's a convoy. He is gone for been listening to St. Joseph Health pregame show presented by St. Joseph Health, your primary partner for primary care and the official health care provider of Texas A&M Athletics. Texas A&M football is on the air. Brought to you by Allstate. Switch to Allstate and save and get protected from this year's mayhem. Bud Light. It's for the fans. Capital Farm Credit, a leader in agricultural financing. Dos Equis, a proud sponsor of Texas A&M Athletics. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Your Texas Ford dealers. Ford is the best in Texas. Merck Animal Help, proud sponsor of Texas A&M football. Pepsi, made for football watching. Proud partner of the Texas A&M Aggies. Texas Mutual Insurance Company. Work safe and win. Learn more at TexasMutual.com. And by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, a proud corporate partner of Texas A&M Athletics. Here we go! Kickoff is just moments away. Now, here is the voice of Texas A&M football, Andrew Monaco. 
Howdy, Ags, and there are no more magical words than sold-out Kyle Field on a Saturday night. And tonight, the fighting Texas Aggies welcome the 13th-ranked Miami Hurricanes to town. The Aggies are 1-1. One one. The Hurricanes are unbeaten at 2-0. We are so glad that you are with us, and we have the band back together, along with Dave Elmendorf, along with Will Johnson. I'm Andrew Monaco. Kevin Menchow is our engineer. Todd Starnes is our spotter. Greg Reuter is our statistician. It is time for our Wells Fargo warm-up. And Dave, it's been quite the week. It really has. It's been a roller coaster of emotions. But as this week has gone on, you can't help but be very encouraged about what we're going to see tonight from Texas A&M. Well, we've said a lot in this pregame. You play like you practice. This team had a great week of practice. Now let's see if they can carry it down to Kyle Field and have a great game against a very good Miami football team. A couple of different storylines in this one. Going to be a new quarterback for Texas A&M. It's Max Johnson. He has made 19 starts, all with LSU. 14 of those 19 have been in the SEC. He has seen everything that you can possibly see, and now he's the leader of this offense. Well, and uh, one of those was against Texas A&M, and he led the LSU team to a victory over the Aggies over in Baton Rouge last year. So he's he's got experience. He's got great skills, and he's got leadership, and that's what this team needs right now. Dave, Jimbo Fisher, one of his last words to the team was change the narrative. Another one was you've got a great opportunity. He said this yesterday after a walkthrough. You have a great opportunity to play the number 13 team in the country. And he said in your life, you're going to face these circumstances. Face them and rise. You can either fear them and run or face them and rise. I expect this team to face the challenge and rise. I, I absolutely expect that as well. And the main reason I expect that is because of how they practiced this week. I mean, we've been talking about you play like you practice. Now all they got to do is take all that they did in practice, all that effort, and bring it to Kyle Field here tonight against Miami. Before we go to Will Johnson on the field, let's give our affiliates a chance to identify themselves. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification all across the Texas A&M Sports Network. Will Johnson with you down on Kyle Field coming out of the ID, and we are awaiting the arrival of the Aggies out of that south end zone tunnel. And as we've already told you, Max Johnson gets the start tonight at quarterback for Texas A&M. What college football game ever goes off when the quarterbacks aren't a storyline, and they certainly are tonight. One thing you got to like about Max, last year at LSU, he threw 27 touchdowns and just six interceptions. That is a fantastic ratio as far as protecting the football. I watched him during war. He was leading quarterback drills, calling out what's next like a veteran. He looked calm. There was no heavy breathing, and there was no heavy sweat coming from him. He looked like a guy that's about to make his 20th collegiate football start. So Max Johnson gets the nod, the left-hander for the Aggies. But on the other side, Tyler Van Dyke for Miami is a potential first-round draft pick. He is the ACC Rookie of the Year from a season ago. He's a drop-back passer. He can't be comfortable tonight. If he is, if he gets to sit in the pocket, he can pick you apart. The Aggies must dial up some pressure. 
against a Miami quarterback in Tyler Van Dyke that has high upside and high potential. Max Johnson and the Aggies against Tyler Van Dyke of the Miami Hurricanes in front of that sold-out Kyle Field. At least it's Tyler Van Dyke that will have to face the constant noise tonight, yep. and it will be incredible with a primetime kickoff. Absolutely. That was today's Wells Fargo warm-up. Wells Fargo is the official bank of Texas A&M Athletics. The Aggie captains, Anaya Smith, Fidel Diggs, Damani Richardson, Isaiah Rakes, as we get closer to our St. Joseph Health coin toss. And Miami has taken the field with their white jerseys, the orange pants, the green numbers outlined in white, and that stylized U on the side of their white helmets. The Aggies will be in their maroon tops, the white pants, the block TAM on the maroon helmets with the white face masks. The Aggies and the Miami Hurricanes. The start of a home and home next year. We're going to South Florida in this two year series. After that, it is Notre Dame and then upcoming also that series with Louisville. You got to love some of the non conference matchups for Texas A&M. The yell leaders are all along the goal line. The core sets that tunnel. And the Aggies are about to take the field and partner on a Saturday night. Aggies haven't even taken Kyle Field, and it's starting to sway. My uh, we're rocking. <laughs> we are rocking. Absolutely nothing. I have said this all last year with all the games that this became a bucket list type place in college football. Whether you're an Aggie fan or not, you got to have the. Oh, what do I hear? The Aggies are ready to come out of that tunnel. We got some smoke. Yes, we do as the captains will go to midfield. Here they come. With the 12th man, Connor Choate leading the way. Here come the fighting Texas Aggies onto Kyle Field. Dave, we can boil everything down to this. Win the first snap. Because that's all you can control, correct? And all the rest of them after that. Yeah. One at a time. Win your space. Win it more times than the opponent. Miami University Cut a tail, okay? The helmet is a head. Jeff That's a tail. What is your call? Heads. We called heads. We called heads. Heads is called. This is our St. Joseph. It is a head. Miami has won the toss. They've elected to defer. Miami wins the toss. They elect to defer. The coin toss was brought to you by St. Joseph Health, your primary partner for primary care in the official. Gentlemen, let's have a great game. Shake hands one more time. So the Aggies will get it first. And that leads us to our first question. Does Miami kick to Devon A. Chain? Well, that's a good, that is a very, very good question. If I'm serious if when their I ask kicker it. can kick it out of the end zone, perhaps. Otherwise, probably not. Guys, I think the question goes in reverse as well because the top two kick returners in the country are here tonight. Who kicks to who when it's time to boot it up in these games? Yeah, because Keyshawn Smith, 60-yard yeah. average on And Devon A. Chain's number two right behind him because of the big one last week against Appalachian State. With that 95-yard return, 48-yard average for Devon A-Chain. But we will see Max Johnson first. All right, let's look at the series history. Quick for the PA. One, two, three. Testing. 
Their only loss to the Ags was in 1944. That was 70 to 14 in favor of the Aggies. The Ags, Aggies lost at, at Miami in 2007, 34 to 17, and here at Kyle Field in 2008, 41 to 23. Our friends at 44 Farms invite you to enjoy their premium all-natural Angus beef by visiting 44steaks.com. 44 Farms, proud sponsors of Fighting Texas Aggie Athletics. Andres Borgalis is the kicker for Miami. 18 kickoffs, 15 touchbacks. The opposition, average starting position, the 23-yard line. And it is time for tonight's Slovacic's opening kickoff. Slovacic Sausage celebrating over 15 years as the official sausage of Texas A&M Athletics. Kicking from the south end to the north end is Borgalis, the right-footed kicker. A-chain on the goal line. It's booted towards Devon. He will field it at the goal line. Inside the numbers, cuts back to the middle of the field, breaks one tackle, breaks two tackles, middle of the field, cuts to the left side, up ahead to the 35-yard line. Great start for the Aggies. Oh, man, he was almost gone. They caught him from behind, just an ankle tackle. He is just about to break it. Good return by Devon A-Chain, but who's surprised by that? Just rev up this sold-out crowd right from the start, and here comes Max Johnson. He will get his first start as an Aggie, but it will be his 20th game. He has thrown for nearly 4,000 yards in his career, 35 touchdowns, just seven interceptions. He will be in the shotgun with A-chain to his left. In motion from left to right goes Anaya Smith. The ball's at the 36 on the left hash. The left-hander throwing. Dumps it out, left side, complete. Donovan Green, the tight end, into Miami territory to the 45-yard line. 18-yard gain for Donovan Green. Got some pressure, but he got, a, got rid of the ball out into the flat just before he got hit. Donovan Green takes it all the way in to Miami territory at the 46. First down, Aggies. Aggies have the center as Bryce Foster. He is back at center for Texas A&M. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Green is the tight end on the left wing. To the right of Max Johnson is Devon A-Chain. On a first and 10 for the Miami 46. A-Chain cuts to his left, has some room. Tackled from behind, but not before he gains four yards. Akeem Mesador, who is the transfer from West Virginia, did not play last week against Southern Miss. He did play in their win over Bethune-Cookman in week number one. Got a straight handoff right up the middle, a little jump cut to the left side, found a little room there, and he'll pick up four. Let's make it five, second and five. Debut of Max Wright for this 2022 season, and also in the slot to the right, it is Devin Price from the pistol with A-chain behind Johnson on a second and five from the Miami 41. High snap, A-chain cuts inside the tackles. He's at the 30. He's inside the 30 to the 28-yard line before James Williams makes the tackle. 13-yard gain for Devon A-chain. I love that the Aggies are having success running the ball up the middle right off the bat. Dave, you've always said that's one of the keys about Devon A-chain. He can run between the tackles. Well, Jimbo has said that quite often as well, and you can't catch him if he gets out so he's a great back. Two receivers on each side. Devin Price is widest to the left. Yule Keith Brown is in. So is Anaya Smith. Chase Lane. A-chain to the left of Johnson on a first and 10 from the Miami 28 middle of the field. In motion goes A-chain to the right. Looking to his left, Johnson rifles the throw. Caught at the 20 to the 15. Tackled out of bounds and 
Nia Smith at the 12-yard line. Taken out of bounds by Takori Couch, but not before Nias gains 16. Yeah, the throw was great. The catch was great. The run after catch was great, but the best thing was the protection. <laughs> just gonna he had that. loads of time to locate his receiver and deliver it. And the Aggies are in the Wells Fargo red zone. First and 10 from the 12-yard line on the left hash. Johnson down the line and now tells A-Chain the play. Price is in the slot to the right. Two tight ends right on the line. Green on the wing right behind him. The give to Devon right up the middle at the 10-yard line where he is met. He'll gain two yards, maybe three, to the nine-yard line. A host of tacklers led by Caleb Johnson, their linebacker. He, Corey Flagg Jr., Wayman Stade Jr., three of their top linebackers and three of their top tacklers. Three-yard gain, second and seven from the nine-yard line on the left hash. Anaya Smith will head to the left side. Green is flexed off the line. Aggies are in a triangle formation. It is Green, Smith to his right, Lane to his left. A-chain to the right of Max Johnson. In motion left to right goes Chase Lane. Johnson in the pocket, throws, completes, drops, incomplete to Devon A-chain, thrown a little bit behind him. It'll set up a third and seven from the Miami nine. And tried to dump it out in the flat, just a little quick out route, and uh, it was very catchable. I'm sure Devon would tell you he should have caught it. Donovan Green will leave. Yule Keith Brown will come on. Brown, Price, Lane, and Anias are the four receivers. 15 on the play clock. A-chain goes to right of Johnson. Max, final instructions to the line. On a third and seven for the Miami Nine. Hit as he throws. Incomplete over the middle to Chase Lane. Not very good protection there. They got, they got a quick rush up the middle. Max had to throw that before he wanted to. Just the second trip into the red zone this season for the Aggies. First one came back in the opener against Sam Houston. They cashed in with a touchdown. They'll have to try a field goal. And it will be Randy Bond who will kick for the Aggies, number 47. He's the sophomore out of Plano West. This will be a 27-yard attempt from the left hash. Make it 26. And the first point as an Aggie, Randy Bond, the 26-yard field goal, gives the Aggies a 3 to nothing lead. With that field goal all season long, Mustang Cat proud to present special teams for special needs. Mustang Cat will make a donation to Brookwood Community, supporting adults with special needs. Timeout. Aggies 3, Miami nothing, 11.32 to play here in the first, and this is Aggie football from Learfield. Brothers, the official Aggieland watch party. It's right across from Kyle Field. Stage 12 has a huge screen and all your favorite refreshments. Get the details at BrookshireBrothers.com slash College Station. Eight play, 55-yard drive. Three minutes, 19 seconds. It's our Mustang Cat drive summary. Mustang Cat building Texas, powering the world. Visit MustangCat.com for more information. It will be Caden Davis who will kick off for Texas A&M. Tyreek Stevenson is deep on the goal line for Caden Davis. 
Nine kicks, seven touchbacks, one out of bounds. And that baby is in Milliken. <laughs> it, it flew over the end zone. <laughs> well out of the end line. On that drive, Dave, a lot of good things on that initial drive for Texas A&M. Absolutely. Ran the ball well up the middle. Max was cool in the pocket, completed his passes, other than when he got pressured and got hit as he threw. So, yeah, Fidil, good job. Fidel Diggs and Shamar Stewart on the ends. Albert Regis and Shamar Turner are the tackles. And the completion for two yards. And then Antonio Johnson upends a very talented tight end in Will Mallory. Two-yard game. And this is a great play because he was fighting off a block. Had to get off a block and make that play. Miami will be without their slot receiver, Xavier Restrepo. He's out with a foot injury, and he's the roommate of Tyler Van Dyke and their leading receiver. Van Dyke rifles right side. That's complete. Tries to turn the corner. A yard shy, Michael Redding the third. Tackle by Jalen Jones, who makes his Aggie debut for 2022. Third and one. Hey, third and one. They're hurrying up. Yes, they are. Van Dyke in the shotgun cannot draw Albert Regis, who is right over the center, Ja'Kai Clark. Now Van Dyke to the line. Plenty of time on the play clock, 20 seconds. Hit at the line of scrimmage and then drawn backwards is Parrish. Excuse me, it's Richardson the, with the hits. I think he just was able to squirm forward just enough to get across the 35 in a first down. But you like that initial penetration oh, yeah. on that yeah. play. They, they, had, they were really close to stopping him there. They had him down, but he fell on top of Damani and was allowed to roll over and reach the ball out to get the first down. No tight end. Two receivers each side from the shotgun. Van Dyke, he's going down the right side and overthrows his antenna flag at midfield. Keyshawn Smith, the intended receiver. What did they see? I didn't see a thing. Possible hold. Pass interference, defense, number 17. 15-yard penalty, first down. 10.03 to play, first quarter, pass interference. Gives Miami the first down. That had to be early in the route. It's like time the ball flew past the receiver. There was no contact anyway. Wow. You're not kidding. No contact. Uncatchable ball. Fake the handoff. Van Dyke pressure. Hit as he throws in. Complete. That pressure by LT Overton. Pass intended for Romello Brinson. Hey, trying to deep out route. He was well covered, but. Van Dyke was also hit as he threw the ball. Tried to use the play action fake. Jacoby George, whom they did not have for the first two weeks, is in. Handoff, Parrish around the right side and a whole lot of room. Knocked out of bounds at the 30-yard line by Jalen Jones. 20-yard gain into Aggie territory. Okay, this is, this is a miscue on defense. No question about it. There was nobody out to force this play back in. He got outside with, with no contest, so Aggies just made a mistake. It's okay, 30-yard line, first down. Send three wide receivers to the left. Keyshawn Smith, the head of that triangle. 
along with Brinson. Fake to Parrish in the pocket. Throw left side. Nearly oh. intercepted. Tyreek Chappelle on a well-covered route by the Aggie secondary. Oh, he'd like to have that one back. He almost pulled that one out of the air. Watch it here on the replay. Yeah, he got one hand on it, but couldn't get both on it. Second and ten from the Aggie 30-yard line on the right hash. Two wide receivers go to the left, including Brashard Smith, who's in the slot. Keyshawn Smith also to the left. In motion from right to left is a tight end, Elijah Royal. Right up the middle and near the first down is Jalen Knighton, a sophomore. Nine-yard game. Third and one for the 21. Yeah, Miami having a little bit of success running right at the Aggies, tackle to tackle. Big hole there. And he'll pick up nine. He'll be third and one. We talk about Tyler Van Dyke, but don't forget, first two games, Miami runs it 63% of the time. They're 16th nationally in rush offense. In motion right to left goes Redding. Give to Knighton on that RPO, and he picks up five, but... Jalen Jones with a tackle inside the Wells Fargo red zone at the 16-yard line for Miami. Yeah, they're pretty much just pounding the middle and opening up nice holes off that right side of the center. Ags will have to make an adjustment there. Both Smiths goes to the left side. Keyshawn Smith is wider than Brashard Smith. Henry Parrish III also lines up as a wide receiver on the left side. Flex the tight end off the line. In the slot right is Will Mallory. Wide of him, Michael Redding. So an empty backfield on a first and 10 from the 16. Now Parrish to the right of Van Dyke. Pitch to Parrish. Back at the line of scrimmage. Barely. Knocked out of bounds. Shoved out of bounds. Kamani Richardson. Good job. Got plenty of pressure. And had plenty of bodies out there. He was lucky to get back to the line of scrimmage second and 10. 10th play of this drive for Miami. Under eight minutes to play in the first. Aggies a field goal on their initial drive. Second and 10, 16-yard line on the right hash. Redding goes behind Van Dyke and to the left. Flag down, play stopped, penalty on Miami. Yeah, right guard moved before the snap. Ball start. Offense, number 70. Five-yard penalty. Second down. Once again, an experienced offensive line. John Campbell Jr. is a fifth-year redshirt junior. The one with the least experience is their left guard, Jalen Rivers. He's a third-year redshirt freshman. Ja'Kai Clark is a fourth-year junior. Justice Olawasan is a sixth-year redshirt senior. And D.J. Scaife Jr. is a fifth-year senior. That's the Miami offensive line from left to right. Again, both Smiths go to the left. Single receiver to the right is Redding. Parrish to the left of Van Dyke on what is now a second and 15. From the Aggie 21-yard line on the right hash. Van Dyke in the pocket. A whole lot of time. Knocked down by Cooper. Edgerin Cooper on that coverage down the right sideline. Inside the five-yard line. Incomplete. Third and 15. Uh, had it back out of the backfield. And Edgerin had perfect coverage. And he almost picked this one off. He turned around. He was behind him. That would have been his second career interception. Third and 15 from the 21. And the decibels rise. Trips left for Miami. Jalen Knighton, the running back to the left of Van Dyke. He's going to change the play at the line of scrimmage. Ten on the play clock. 
and it just got louder. Three, two, one, snapped in time. Handoff on the right side. Knighton to the 10-yard line. 11-yard gain, but shy of the first down. And Borregales will come in for the field goal. Shamar Stewart in on that tackle. And now Borregales. He is on the Groza Award Watch, this kicker. He's made all 13 extra points and three for three, all against Southern Miss last week. Right hash, 18, 28-yard attempts. And Borregales bangs it through. Each team trading field goals on their first possessions. 6.34 to play in the first. Aggies three. Hurricanes three. This is Aggie football from Learfield. Heading to the Southwest Classic next week, T-Mobile and Texas A&M invite you to the South Lake Town Square T-Mobile store on Main and Central Avenue. We're going to do this on September 23rd. And from 1 to 2, as we tape, or as we do our Studio 12 show, you'll get to meet couple of legendary Aggies, Datwin, Ray Mickens. We'll have exclusive prizes and premiere tickets to watch the Aggies play Arkansas on that Saturday evening. You do not want to miss this event. Datwin, Ray Mickens on the next Studio 12. Do we even need to be there? No. no and, and you know what the beauty of it is, Will? Yeah. Dat knows what to do. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Ray, and don't think Ray's not savvy with a microphone yeah. around either. So. That's going to be so cool. I, yeah. Our partnership with T-Mobile, we are going to be taking uh, Studio 12 out a little bit more. Will, Matt Simon, Tyler Pig, and I. Dave usually joins us on Fridays as well when we're on the road. And, We'll have Dat and Ray Mickens. Going to be a lot of fun. Eight play, excuse me, 12 play, 65 yard drive. 4.58 in that drive. Borregales, the 28 yard field goal. We are tied at three. And it almost seemed, Dave, that the noise got so loud that I wonder if Miami, I don't want to say settled, but that was a run. But they also know the Aggies almost got those turnovers. Well, couple, a couple of chances. Th th their success on that drive was primarily tackle to tackle, running the ball up the middle, and they had some pretty good success with it. So I think that's why they tried the run, hoping they'd break one, but uh, also to get them in field position for the field goal. Devon A. Chain, a 36-yard return his last time. Borregales with that right foot in the middle. A. Chain, two yards in the end zone. On the right side in front of the Aggie sideline, tripped up, did not get back to the 20. And that becomes the key if you're going to kick to Devon. Kick it high enough and let your coverage team get down there. 6.29 to play. Tied at three in our first quarter. 20-yard return, and since he fielded it two yards in the end zone, the ball is at the 18-yard line. The Aggies come out. Bryce Foster to the center. Guard left to him is Jordan Moko. Guard to the right of him, Layden Robinson. Left tackle, Trey Zoom. Right tackle, Ruben Fothering. A-chain to the rights of Max Johnson. Fakes. Sacked back at the 11. Just the 
maybe a 12-yard line, six-yard loss, and just the third sack the offensive line has surrendered. Contre Smith. Yeah, play action, fake, play action fake, and then as he looked up, the, the Miami lineman was there, so got to do better on that pass protection. Three receivers to the left. Tight end is on the right wing. A-chain to the right of Max Johnson. Ten on the play clock. On a second and 15 from the 13. Johnson's going to escape right side. And Donovan Green with the block allows him to get to the 21-yard line. D.J. Ivey with the tackle. A nine-yard gain for Max Johnson. You know the immobile one? Uh, no, he <laughs> can run. Exactly. There's no question. Yeah. He can run. He just proved it. Yep. And he's not afraid to run. And he's got good size. He's 6'5". Third and seven for the 21-yard line. Aggies 0 for 1 on their initial drive. Led to the 26-yard field goal by Randy Bond. Third and seven for the 21 on the right hash. Trips left. Single receiver right. Stepping up in the pocket, Johnson. Dropped at the 35-yard line. D.J. Ivory on the coverage of Devin Price. I want to see this one. I want to see if the coverage took this or he just didn't catch it. It was close coverage, but it looked like it was in his hands. We can't tell, really. I think the defender had something to do with it. Here's a slow-mo look on the video board, and I think the defender's hand just got in there. I think you're right, Will. Tyreek Stevenson is the punt returner. Along of 30. Constantinou's punt. Wobbly. Bounces. Caught at the 30. What fumbled! Picked up by whom? The Aggies at the 28-yard line. I believe Chris Russell. Yeah, he got hit just after he touched the ball and was unable to pull it in. It bounced. He fielded it on the bounce, and as soon as he fielded it, he was hit. Turnover, Aggies. Russell with the recovery. I believe that's Damani Richardson who hits him. That's why Jimbo plays those guys on special teams. Yeah, Damani got there first, and as soon as he touched it, Damani... Put a shot on him, and he dropped the ball. First and 10 for the 28-yard line in the middle of the field. In motion left to right goes Anaya Smith. Devon A-chain right side. Gets around that right tackle to the 25-yard line, a three-yard game. Mitchell Agude, one of their D linemen. He's a sixth-year senior who is a transfer from UCLA. Pickup of three for A chain. Second and seven from the Miami 25 yard line on the right hash. Two receivers left. Short side of the field. A single receiver, Devin Price. A chain to the right of Johnson. Tight ends on the left wing. A chain 20. A chain 15. 10. Dragging a defender. Face mask. Half the distance. And he's already to the three. 21 yards for Devon A-Chain and Max Johnson. Personal he kept foul, that in his belly. Mask, defense number zero. Penalty is half the distance to the goal. First down. 
Dave, he kept that RPO. He kept that in his belly as long as possible. Yep. Dave to Devon, and Devon picked up 21 and another yard and a half on the half the distance. He got to the three, so they're at the one and a half. First in the Wells goal. Fargo red zone. First and goal. Boy, A-Chain, he was untouched until he got to that. Dave, look at, look at this lineup. Max Johnson going under center. Ernest Crownover and Isaiah Rakes. No, it's L.J. Johnson. <laughs> but two big backs right here. L.J. Touchdown! Right up the guts! Yep. Aggies have the lead. Right up the gut. I, that I love. Good on good. Our big guys against your big guys. We win. Touchdown, Aggies. They line up in the eye. Crown over. Leads L.J. Johnson. And L.J.'s. First touchdown. Aggies have a 9-3 lead. And Randy Bond for the extra point. So the turnover turns into right now six. Snap good by Connor Choate. The hold good by Nick Constantino. The kick good by Randy Bond. 3.30 left in the first. The fumble on the punt return. Forced by Damani Richardson. Recovered by Chris Russell. Becomes a touchdown plunge by L.J. Johnson. 10-3 Aggies. 3.30 left in the first. This is Aggie football from Learfield. Johnson back with you on the CC Creation sideline microphone. AM now has a 10 to 3 lead with 3.30 to go in the first quarter after the touchdown plunge by LJ Johnson. And we talk about situational football all the time, guys. And we also, when we read our keys, it all came into play there. Miami gift wrapped to the Aggies a turnover. AM takes it down and maximizes it in the red zone. Got into the red zone and maxed it out with a touchdown. You made them pay to the full. And I know you said it at the break, Andrew. Now it's time to start stacking yeah. as you have a seven-point lead late in the first quarter. Well, you were talking about those teams that turned it around, and that Orange Bowl team did this to perfection, right? So they have to find a way to get off the field, get a stop, because Miami was successful on their first drive. As for that touchdown by Texas A&M, it's brought to you by St. Joseph Health. St. Joseph Health is your primary partner in primary care, and as the leading health care provider in the Brazos Valley, St. Joseph Health proud to be the official health care provider of Texas A&M Athletics. Not as deep, but in between the E and the X in Texas A&M in the south end zone, the kick by Caden Davis. Yeah, he really missed that one. Yeah, he <laughs> it, 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 it hit about a yard short of the end line. <laughs> a three-play, 28-yard drive in 114, our Mustang Cat drive summary. Mustang Cat building Texas, powering the world. Visit MustangCat.com for more information. 10-3 Aggies, 3.30 to play in the first quarter. First and 10 from the 25-yard line on the right hash. Henry Parrish is the running back. Give to him on the right side, and he is taken down from the backside. Maybe a gain of one. Shamar Stewart down the line. And Shamar, who is in for Tamisha Delier. Stewart, the freshman from... <laughs> South Florida, Miramar, Florida. There is a South Florida presence. There always has been on a Jimbo Fisher team. Gain of less than one, just shy, and a timeout called by Miami. 
Well, they're bringing the monitor out. The previous play is under further review for potential targeting. Oh, my. Really? Hey, how'd you like to be able to listen to us while synced up to your TV in the comfort of your own home? Go to SyncMyGame.com to find out how. That must have been generated by the Miami sideline because... Stewart with the tackle and he comes from the right defensive end spot down the line. Mario Cristobal in his first season at Miami. It is Brian George crown on crown but he didn't launch. He's being tackled by Stewart. There's no launch in this but he does hit the crown of the helmet on the replay. He does lower the head, but there's no launch. That's one of the indicators. I know. I know. I, Let's see if, how it's interpreted. After further review, there is a personal foul with targeting against the defense, number 16. That 15-yard penalty is in force. Automatic first down. Number 16 is disqualified for any further action. So Brian George is disqualified, gets to stay on the sideline. It is a personal foul targeting, so no longer a gain of one, but 15 yards added to that from the 26 to the 41-yard line. I think what got him is he lowered the helmet. Yeah. You have to look up and see what you tackle. Now, he Shamar, didn't do it, and they made him right. pay for and it. And Shamar Stewart is tackling him, and he's going to the ground, and Brian George, the strike zone, if he's not going down, would have been below the helmet. And you were right. There was no malicious intent right. or right. launch there. Right, but helmet on helmet. We talk player safety. Flea flicker back to Van Dyke on the right side. That is complete to Redding. Knocked down at the 45-yard line. Tyreek Chappelle with the tackle. 12-yard completion. That trick play. Run it into the line, then lateral it back to the quarterback and have him throw it downfield. Successful down to the 47-yard line in Aggie territory. On the right hash, two receivers left. Now three as Redding goes in motion behind Van Dyke. On the right side, it is Parrish. Can't get outside to Monty Richardson. Good job. Maybe a gain of one. Maybe back to the line of scrimmage. It depends on where they spot it, but uh, he caught him around the shoulder pads and was able to pull him out of bounds. It'll be a no-gainer second and ten. Edger and Cooper and Tari and Lee are your linebackers. And now Anthony Lucas comes in with Shamar Turner, LT Overton, and Isaiah Rakes, your front four. Second and 10 from the Aggie 47. Three receivers left. Isaiah to free play for Miami. Left side, complete at the 31. Jalen Jones with the tackle, the completion. And a stop route. Out about 14 yards. Offside, defense number 34. Penalties decline, results of the play, first down. Second time that Isaiah Rakes has done that in the last two games. So he comes out. Marcus Burris comes in. To the 32-yard line, the 15-yard completion. Van Dyke looks over to the sideline. Now calls the play from left to right. Tight end on the left wing is Arroyo. Roll to the right by Van Dyke. And a throw on the run. Incomplete. He's more of a pocket passer. Pass too low. Intended. 
Too low, good coverage by A.J. Antonio Johnson. Maybe second and ten at the 32-yard line. Jacoby George is the intended target incomplete. As Dave mentioned, second down. Ball on the left hash, the 32 of the Aggies. Trips right for Miami. Single back to the right of Van Dyke is Jalen Knighton. Little receiver screen is blown up. Back to the 31-yard line. Jalen Jones makes the tackle, getting Brashard Smith to the turf. Yeah, it was a helmetless Jalen Jones. He lost his helmet, made the tackle, and he'll go to the sideline for an equipment adjustment. And it's it'll actually be third uh, in uh, third and ten. It's actually Antonio it Johnson Antonio who's got to come out. They're going to get Josh Moten in for him for one play. And Jared Kerr comes in as well. He's the freshman from Lexington. And the Aggies will use a timeout, so he will not have to miss a play. First charge timeout. Texas yeah, A&M. Like Antonio Johnson out for any 30 seconds. No. <laughs> so Especially one, a third down. 121, a very key third down, is it not? For Miami, facing a third and nine from the 31-yard line. Like the 12th man, Valero stands ready right now. We are proud to partner with Texas A&M Athletics because together we are building a better tomorrow through the actions we take right now. 10-3 Texas A&M with 1.21 to play. First quarter, Kyle Field sold out and <laughs> going all out tonight. <laughs> I'm going to guess going to be a little more than 102. Yeah. I'm just going to guess. You don't see very, you know, normally when, when they say sellout, you'll see some pockets. I'm not seeing where a pocket. Where, no, I don't, I don't see very many empty seats. Hey, really, anywhere. at the end of this first quarter, the Texas A&M baseball team, and they will get a rousing ovation. Third and nine from the 31. Van Dyke to the line. Parrish to his right. The tight end is the lone receiver to the right. That's Will Mallory. Trips to the left for the Hurricanes. From the 31-yard line, a third and nine. Van Dyke off the shoulder pads of Henry Parrish incomplete. All right, so we're looking at uh, 32, 42, about a 49-yard attempt. Borregales has hit one from 48 this season. This will be a 49-yard attempt from the right hash. Lou Headley, their punter, will hold. The short snapper is Mason Mapper. 49-yard attempt from the right hash. Borregales missed it, but you knew that. You could hear Kyle Field say it was no good. It started with the people behind the goalposts in the north end zone. They could see it, and it's wide left. So the Aggies take over at the 31-yard line. They did everything right, but he hooked it from the start. And he yanked it. And the first two times Miami's had it, this defense has bent, but they haven't broken. Both times Miami tries a field goal, they're good on one, they miss the other. So the defense standing tall when it matters most. Devin Price is the lone wide receiver on the left side. That's the short side of the field. Anias is in the slot, then Chase Lane. 
A chain to the right of Max Johnson. The handoff to him. Hits the line. Pushes that pile ahead for four. Maybe three to the 34-yard line. We hit the final minute of the first quarter. Lyman Steed, their linebacker, making the tackle. Second and seven. Price comes to the left. Smith and Lane to the right. Max Johnson, final instructions to the offensive line. In motion left to right, fake the jet sweep to Chase Lane. Hit as he throws, incomplete. That pocket collapsed and collapsed and took a long time to develop. Third and seven upcoming. Yeah, they wanted to throw a screen to A-Chain out on the right side. The linemen were already out there, but he got hit just as he let this one go, and it'll bounce in front of A-Chain. Want to kick your workplace safety program into high gear? Texas Mutual Insurance Company can help your business prevent accidents and keep your team on the job. Texas Mutual changing the way workers' cop works for you. Learn more TexasMutual.com. Jalen Preston comes off the field, trips right for the Aggies. Single receiver to the left is Devin Price. A chain to the left of Max Johnson. Four receivers, no tight ends. Third and seven for the 34 on the left hash. 32 seconds left in this first quarter. 10-3 Aggies. Johnson over the middle. That is... He said incomplete. Incomplete. A diving attempt for Chase Lane. And once again, a pass over the middle broken up by D.J. Ivey. So a three and out for the Aggies after the missed field goal. On comes Nick Constantino. I just saw it. It was the, the slant route, and the defender knocked it away. 48-yard pretty good first time. 26 seconds left, first quarter. The left footer boots a high spiral. He's gonna let it go. And as it hits the seven, it comes back, and that is where it is chased down. Bryce Anderson, 58-yard punt. Nick Constantino, it's like a 60-degree lob wedge. <laughs> He dropped it in there pretty nicely inside the 10. He'll be at the nine. Beautiful coverage by Bryce Anderson. Another one. Can you get another of those athletic freshmen on the field? Dave, you can do that on your special teams. Absolutely. And it's special teams is critical. Absolutely. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance wants to provide a trip for 12 to the Plains. The Auburn game, November 12th. Go to 12th. Man.com slash 12th fan. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, a proud corporate partner. Texas A&M Athletics. Van Dyke slant drops in the middle of the field. Incomplete. Antonio Johnson on the coverage. Pass intended for Michael Redding the third. Michael Redding the third knew he was going to get hammered, and I think he took his eyes off this ball. He just dropped it on the quick slant. And that's why you don't take 27 off the field. Yeah. <laughs> 14 seconds left, first quarter, 10-3 Aggies. Chappelle is up on the line on a second and 10. Van Dyke swings in deflected, incomplete. Jarden Gilbert with the deflection for the incompletion, and a flag is down at the four-yard line. This should be holding on Miami, but let's see. Good pressure. Isaiah Rakes leaves. Albert Regis comes on. Holding offense number 70. 
Capelli's the clock. Third down. Third, right? It only be half the distance. Right. So you got third and ten. They're deep in their own territory. I, I like the call. Now let's see if the defense can stop them here. Get good field position. 35 is in there. McKinley Jackson with Diggs and Shamar Stewart. Oh, it's good to see him oh, in there. It's great to see McKinley in there. The junior from Loosedale on a third and ten from their own nine-yard line. Nine seconds left in this first quarter. 10-3 Aggies. Trips left. Tight ends on the right side. Van Dyke across the middle. Blown up by me. Just blown up at the 12. Incomplete pass. Well, it was about a one-yard pass if he'd, if he'd completed it, but he got blown up before he could pull it in. That was Damani. Fantastic first quarter for yes. 26. Yes. I mean, fantastic. There's still four seconds left in the quarter. Should get oh. good field position. I mean, <laughs> he rose back there. Anias. The previous play is under further review for potential targeting. Potential targeting of Damani Richardson. No, that but, was, I just saw it. Well, we've seen several replays on the video board here. Yeah, it looked like the helmet to the shoulder. Right, right. It didn't look like helmet to helmet. Correct. Now it jarred his head so yes, bad. It yep. It but, almost looked violent, but, but, but it looked like but, the shoulder was the contact. Because he hits the shoulder pad yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't lose two defensive backs in the first quarter. I mean, you lost Brian George to a targeting earlier in this quarter. I mean, he hit him hard, Once so it again, rocked though, why, his body. Why are we good, waiting but. for Miami to say something on that play? Should these officials, if that's a potential target, I, I can't believe they're not calling it immediately. It, it, if it's, if they think it's targeting, they ought to call it targeting. And the officials aren't doing it; they're listening to Miami. Here we go. This is key. After further review, there is a personal foul targeting. This is one where a guy is getting kicked out of a game for just playing hard football. And that's all he's doing. Damani Richardson is leading with that shoulder, right? Once again, it's a receiver who's going to turn. Damani cannot change his position that quickly. You have said that every time we've gone to Birmingham to these officials. Every time. You said it to Steve Shaw. That doesn't get to these officials. First and 10 from the 24-yard line. Damani is disqualified. Final play. Up the middle. And Bryce Anderson replacing Richardson makes the tackle to the 32. The first quarter comes to a close. That's the end of the first quarter. Aggies 10. Miami 3. Second quarter next. This is Aggie football. Open up the second quarter for the sold-out Kyle Field. The Aggies have a 10-3 lead on the Miami Hurricanes. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification across the Texas A&M Sports Network.
Will Johnson with you out of the ID during the break. The 2022 Texas A&M College World Series baseball team was introduced to Kyle Field to a rousing ovation. And I've got first baseman Jack Moss with me right now. And Jack, when you guys were introduced, what memories of the season came rushing back for you? Just all of it. It was such a special group and such a blessing to be a part of. I love those guys, and they're my brothers for life. So to be able to do that in front of the 12th man and all you know, all the support we get is unbelievable. Ball ball started yesterday. Good luck to you and the Aggies moving forward. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right, Jack Moss with the baseball team down here on the field. To the semifinals in Omaha, that baseball team. Up ahead to the 35-yard line on that run up the middle. Fadil digs the last to make that tackle. And only fitting that over 100,000 because the atmosphere at Olsen Field at Bluebell Park throughout the regionals and the super regionals was something absolutely special and great to acknowledge that baseball team and their run last season. February 17th, opening day, 2023. <laughs> the countdown is on. It's on. Our partner, Arroyo in motion. The handoff up the middle and a whole lot of room. Just to the 48-yard line, putting his head down the tackle by Tarian Lee. He and Chris Russell are your linebackers to the 48-yard line of first and 10. Oh, what a drive that could have ended. Instead, targeting on Damani Richardson. He and Brian George have been disqualified in the first quarter. So the Aggies, Jordan Gilbert, and Bryce Anderson are your safeties. Jalen Jones, Tyreek Chappelle, Antonio Johnson handoff up the middle into Aggie territory, a seven-yard game. To the 45-yard line, Tyreek Chappelle with the tackle. The handoff right up the middle to Henry Parrish. Yeah, their running game is, has been almost exclusively tackle to tackle, and they've had success there. That will pick up seven, second and three. Van Dyke in the pistol. Parrish is behind him. A run up the middle cuts to the outside and over that right tackle falls ahead four yard gain. It's a first down with Bryce Anderson making the tackle. Anderson is a freshman from Beaumont Westbrook. Front line Fidel Diggs, Shamar Turner, Isaiah Rakes, Shamar Stewart. No Tamisha Delier, but we have seen McKinley Jackson at the 41 yard line of the Aggies on the right hash. Once again in the pistol with Parrish. Behind Van Dyke, the tight end Arroyo to his left. Fake to him on the play action. Pressure coming, sidearm sling, complete to Arroyo at the 15 and run out of bounds at the 12. 29-yard completion, the sidearm sling, Arroyo. Yeah, play action fake and a corner route, perfectly thrown, hit him right in stride. And they'll have the ball at the 12-yard line, first and 10. Redding and Keyshawn Smith go to the right. Two tight ends are in, Will Mallory and Elijah Arroyo. They're on the left side of the line. Mallory on the line, Arroyo on his left hip. Parrish to the right of Van Dyke, fake to him, rolls to the right. Here comes Shamar Stewart. He's got to throw it to the right end zone and out of play. And Stewart made Van Dyke throw it before he wanted to with that pressure coming from Van Dyke's right. Yeah. Got, got pressure, made sure he couldn't get uh, get outside, and so he threw this one away. Flag is at the six-yard line. And now the receiver downfield, number 60. Five-yard penalty, first down. That is Zion Nelson, an Outland Trophy award watch left tackle. 
first and 15 for the 17 yard line. Miami in the Wells Fargo red zone. On the left hash. Jalen Knighton to the right of Van Dyke out of the backfield. Van Dyke knocked down at the line of scrimmage by Albert Regis. He was throwing it all the way to the end zone. Except, except 6-1 Albert Regis said, uh-uh, uh-uh. it's getting to the line of scrimmage. Uh-uh. This, is, this just turned into a volleyball game. I just blocked that one. Albert is a red shirt freshman from Laporte. Trips right. Tenth play of the drive. Second and 15 from the Aggie 17, the left hash. Look over to the sideline, play clock under 10. Trips right. Handoff to the left side. Not even back to the line of scrimmage. Tyreek Chappelle was there. Shamar Turner is there. He lost a yard. Will set up third and 16. Yeah, nice penetration. They were going to go an underneath sweep, underneath handoff, a sweep to the left side. And uh, penetration took him down immediately. He'll lose one, third and 16. Big play here. The line to gain is the two. Parrish to the left of Van Dyke. Three wide receivers to the right. One to the left. That's the short side of the field with the ball on the left hash. Third and 16 from the Aggies, 18. Five on the play clock. Van Dyke throws. Caught. No, knocked out of his hands by Jalen Jones. Incomplete. Well shy of the first down. He was shy of the 10-yard line. Here comes Borgales. Yeah, it was just a stop route. As you said, Andrew, well short of the first. He would never have gotten the first down. And they will try a field goal. This one's going to be about a 36-yarder. Spotted on the left hash. Nice pressure from the ends by Texas A&M. 36-yarder, Borgales. He's hit a 28-yarder, and he missed a 49-yarder. Kicking to the south end zone. Regis knocks down a pass, knocks down the kick, and with 11 and a half to play in this first quarter, the Aggies keep the 10-3 lead. 10-3 Aggies, they'll have it after the block field goal. This is Aggie football from Learfield. without the hassle walk on sports bistro family and friends bundles they're available to go you can pick your favorite starter your favorite side and your favorite entree and that feeds a group of four order online at walk-ons.com or order in the app walk on sports bistro more than a restaurant welcome to the albert regis show <laughs> knocks down a pass and knocks down a field and goal attempt. knocks down a field goal attempt so the aggies get it first and 10 from the 20 yard line Delaney changed six carries, 49 yards. He's to the right of Max Johnson. Gets the shotgun snap from Bryce Foster. Max Johnson is going to run and lose a yard. Going to end up being a sack. Mitchell Agude. Yeah, he couldn't find anybody open downfield, so he just pulled it down and 
took a one yard loss. He, Daryl Jackson Jr., Jared Harrison Hunt, and Akeem Mesidor at front for Miami. Loss of one. Second and 11 from the 19. Two receivers each side. No tight end. In motion goes A chain to the left. Max Johnson over the middle. Incomplete intended for Smith. Two number zeros there. James Williams covering an eye Smith. And just a crossing route right over the middle. Aggies have not converted a third down. All of them seven yards. All of them incomplete passes. Two of the three over the middle. Trips left. It's the wide side of the field. Devin Price, the lone receiver on the right. Triangle formation to the left, led by Yule Keith Brown, along with Lane and Smith. Johnson. Complete. Anias in front of the Aggie sideline. He got to the 31-yard line. A 12-yard gain on a third and 11 for the Aggies. First down. Uh, this is an out route and a beautiful throw from Max Johnson. Hit him right in stride. Perfect pass. 31-yard line. First down, Aggies. Keeps the drive alive. Jimbo Fisher and I were talking about arm strength, and he said, you know what, instead of strength, should we talk about that drive on a throw? And that's what Max had from that right hash to the left right. sideline. Long throw. First and 10 from the 31 on the left hash. Two receivers each side for AM. A chain can't get back to the line of scrimmage. Crashing down the line is Leonard Taylor. It's a defensive lineman that they kind of put all over the place. Outland Trophy Award watch, Nagurski Award watch. And that is his fourth tackle for loss this season loss of one sets up a second and 11 three receivers to the right for the Aggies price then Smith then Lane tight end Donovan Green on the left side from the pistol a chain 35 40 42 yard line a first down gain Devon a chain as he runs over the right tackle behind Deuce Fathery Jordan Miller with the tackle but a first down yeah the Aggies showing they could run up the middle too this one goes off the right side a chain breaks a couple of tackles picks up the first down out at the 43 big Layden Robinson and big Reuben Fathery the second on the right side of that line Bryce Foster in the middle it is Jordan Spazovich Moko and Trey Zoon left guard left tackle respectively green on the left wing two receivers left single receiver right Devin Price the short side of the field on a first and 10 from the 43 yard line their own 43 up 10 3 a chain up the middle cuts to his right in Miami territory to the 40 yard line 17 yard gain oh boy great job by the offensive line on that right side Devon never got touched until he was 10 yards downfield and he'll take it all the way into Miami territory at the 40 yard line another first down Aggies nine carries 78 yards for Devon a chain he came in with 108 green goes in motion to the left wing a chain can't get back to the line of scrimmage Jared Harrison Hunt with the tackle. They tried to sweep to the left side and got penetration, and he's, he's going to lose a couple on this one. It'll be second and 12. Max Wright comes on, the senior from Katie Taylor. 
Nope, he's going to go back off the field. He came on, now goes off. Personnel, Yule Keith Brown will come on, go slot to the right with Chase Lane. Slot left is Anaya Smith with Devin Price wide of him. 15 on the play clock, second and 12 after the loss of two. The Aggies are at the Miami 42-yard line, 7.40 to play, second quarter, 10-3 Texas A&M. A-chain to the left of Johnson, now goes in motion to the right. In the pocket, throws. Smith bumped, incomplete. James Williams with the coverage. Conversation with Jimbo on that sideline. Yeah, it's a short out route. Yeah, Williams had it well covered. Third and 12. Aggies one for four, completing that 12-yard pass to Anaya Smith on this drive as their first third down conversion. Trips right. Smith, Brown, Lane. Devin Price, lone receiver to the left, the short side of the field. Third and 12 for the Miami 42. The Aggies have to get to the 30. A-chain to the left of Johnson. Max in the pocket. Across the middle. Incomplete. He's over his back. Intended for Chase Lane, the coverage. Tyreek Stevenson. And now Stevenson will go deep. Boy, hitting before the ball arrived. That should be should have been pass interference. Constantino's third punt. 48 and 57. He'll hit the nose of the football backwards, end over end spin. Fielded. At the five, bounces back, and the 12th man on the 34-yard punt downs it at the seven-yard line. 7-19 to play. Second quarter, Aggies 10, Hurricanes 3. This is Aggie football from Learfield. Will Johnson back with you. We have 7-19 to go until halftime from Kyle Field in this primetime matchup between Texas A&M and Miami. And the Aggies have a 10-3 lead. When we get to halftime, Jed Ainsworth has you covered with the Dos Equis scoreboard. And we told you earlier that next week, next Saturday, in Arlington, we will take on 10th-ranked Arkansas. Arkansas got a scare today, guys, and it looks like they're going to hold on to win. They were taking on FCS Missouri State. Who is coached by Bobby Petrino, by the way, the old Talk Hawks about storylines. Oh, man, wouldn't it have developed if Missouri State could have pulled that off? Missouri State led the whole game and led in the fourth quarter. But Arkansas, two late touchdowns, is going to propel them to a win, it looks like. They've got about a minute to go, and Arkansas leads 38-27. Also, a final uh, that hit zeros on the clock after we got started, a big one in the SEC West. LSU beat Mississippi State in Baton Rouge today, 31-16. to But when we get to halftime, Jed Ainsworth has the scoreboard for you, presented by Dos Equis. 10-3 Aggies here as we are 7-19 away from the break. Will, thank you. Today's game brought to you by Merck Animal Health, proud maker of Grow, the gold standard in calf implants. To learn more about Grow, visit Rougrow.com. 50 years of implanting success is just another way Merck Animal Health works. Aggies have had two players disqualified for targeting Brian George and Damani Richardson. So Bryce Anderson and Jarden Gilbert are your safeties with Antonio Johnson. 
corners are Tyreek Chappelle and Jalen Jones. First and ten from the eight-yard line. Parrish runs into his own lineman, actually his tight end, Arroyo, and a seven-yard pinball ahead to the 15-yard line before Bryce Anderson tackles him. And they continue to use that running game tackle to tackle with some success. Diggs, Turner, Regis, Stewart left to right on that defensive line. Edger and Cooper, Chris Russell Jr., Aggies without Andre White, could be back very optimistically next Saturday against Arkansas. Part of our St. Joseph Health injury report. Up the middle, squirting through. Anderson the tackle, but Parrish, the four-yard gain, falls ahead to the 19-yard line. Shamar Turner made the initial hit, but a first down run by Parrish. 6.30 left, first quarter, 10-3, Texas A&M. Miami has missed two field goals, one hook left, one blocked by Albert Regis. The Aggies have a 26-yard field goal by Randy Bond. And after a fumble on a punt return, L.J. Johnson. Parrish still on his feet across the 30-yard line before Jalen Jones gets him down. But it's an 11-yard gain. Make it 12. No, placed at the 30. And three consecutive runs by Miami, and they move from the 8 to the 30-yard line. 22 yards on three carries for Henry Parrish. Couple of tight ends. Arroyo. Another run hit in the backfield. Isaiah rakes the initial hits. Yeah, great penetration, and he took him down almost as soon as he got the football. He's going to lose, looks like he'll lose one yard. He'll be second and 11. Rakes his second tackle for loss this season. Lone receiver to the right is Redding. Two receivers to the left along with the tight end, Arroyo. Fake to the running back, Knighton. Van Dyke throw down the right side. Nearly intercepted. Jordan Gilbert kind of got his feet tangled, but he was coming in for that interception. Good double coverage on that throw. Yeah, the ball well underthrown. Go route down that right sideline and ball underthrown, and Gilbert was the only one that had a shot at it. It is Jarden who owns the Aggies' lone interception this season. Third and 11 from the 29-yard line on the left hash. Van Dyke looking left side. Tucks and runs. Out of bounds at the 33-yard line. Well short. Run out of bounds oh, by Chris fourth. Russell Jr. It'll be fourth and seven. Lou Headley comes on, an Australian punter who is 29 years old. We've talked six-year redshirt seniors. How about the 29-year-old oh Lou Headley? <laughs> <laughs> this will be his first punt. Was he a 24-year-old freshman? <laughs> yeah, six-year senior. Oh, 23-year-old freshman. Headley's averaging... 44 and a half yards per punt. This is just his fifth of the season. Rugby style runs to the right. Anaya Smith inside his 20, fields at the 18, avoids the first tackler and the second, comes back to his right, but not the third and the fourth. The most entertaining two yard return, always by Anaya Smith. Uh huh. 407. 
left in our second quarter. The Aggies will have it at the 20 yard line up 10 3 on Miami. Step aside this is Aggie football from Learfield. Texas A&M football is brought to you by Capital Farm Credit. Capital Farm Credit, together we're better. 10-3 Aggies, 4.07 left, second quarter. They'll have it at their own 20-yard line. After the official two-yard return by Anais, but he didn't run just two <laughs> yards. No, he ran a lot, but the, the same guys that he, that he avoided when he first started came back and caught him. Ford is the best in Texas, and that legacy continues with the 2023 Ford F-150 truck and the new Ford Bronco Sport. Visit your best in Texas Ford dealer today, official truck and SUV of Texas A&M Athletics. How about a four-minute, four six-second drive for a touchdown? I'm going to second that motion in the pistol. A chain behind Johnson. Three receivers to the right side and tight end Max Wright on the left of the line. Excuse me, that's Amari Daniels splits through and he gets to the 25 yard line. A five yard gain for the Aggies. Amari Daniels, the sophomore from Miami, Florida. Yeah, good start. Took it outside. And picks up five on the on that first down, second and five. Clock running, 345. On the left hash at the 25 yard line single receiver to the left. Devin Price Max Wright on the right wing the tight end Smith and Lane with Anias in the slot to the right Daniels to the right of Max Johnson. Eight on the play clock the snap Max gives to Daniels up the middle twisted ahead and the mark will have him about a yard shy. Yeah, good job of picking up extra yardage after the first contact. He picked up a couple of extra yards and this is a run up the middle so it's third and about a yard. Chance Williams the tackle. Aggies bring in Ernest Crownover. And L.J. Johnson for the yard. Max Wright. Tight end to the right of Reuben Fothery. Under center is Johnson in motion left to right goes Chase Lane. Second back L.J. Johnson Got across it. the 30 for the first down. Nice little situational football, right, Dave? It doesn't have to be at the goal line. LJ got the one-yard touchdown run, but he needs a yard here, gets the first down, continues the drive. Whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. Whatever it takes to pick it up. He got two, needed one. First down, Aggies at the 31-yard line. Now two for six on third down conversions. Two of their last three have been converted. Ball middle left. Right stays on. So good to see Max. And that MCL injury during a Monday practice. Amari Daniels, maybe yeah, a much. yard. Yeah, not much. Caleb Johnson, the tackle. Came underneath and uh, went back to the right side, but still was off tackle run and just nothing there. Caleb Johnson, another transfer from the Pac-12 UCLA. That's where Mario Cristobal was the last four years at Oregon. Back home at Miami. 150 left, second quarter. Aggies a second and nine from their own 32 two receivers each side Max out of the backfield completes a chain to the 35 three yard gain and Cameron Kitchens sophomore makes the tackle he has one of the four Miami interceptions yeah, he certainly broke on that ball quickly and I would like to see them fake that to him and have a chain run right by him. 
Big third down here. Miami has all three of their timeouts, so if they get a stop, they would have some time. 115 left. On a third and six from their own 35, two receivers each side, fake to A-chain in the pocket, throws to A-chain, completes, and he's got the first down to the 47-yard line, the 12-yard gain for Devon A-chain, and Max Johnson shows that pocket presence. Yep. He just stood, stood, and you know what? He didn't have a really good angle for A-chain. Let that develop, hits him for the gain of 12. Timeout oh, they for took a timeout. Miami. Prior to the timeout. They were ready prior to the foul. Aggies, timeout. They were getting ready Miami. to pull the trigger on the next They're play. first. Every once in a while, you have to change that tempo. Right? Timeout. And, oh, absolutely. You bring the play in, and then after that first down, you hustle right to the line. Again, I know there's 53 seconds left, but that little bit of a changeup, Miami has had the time to bring on their defenders. Now you change that pace on them, and they're forced to use one of their three timeouts. So we've got 53 seconds left. We're at the 47-yard line, and it's first and 10, and we've got two timeouts remaining. Using one in that first quarter after Antonio Johnson's helmet had come off, and instead of him having to miss a play, called timeout. Aggies have the 10-3 lead. Randy Bond, a 26-yard field goal on the Aggies' first drive. They took the opening kickoff, 55 yards. Bond, the 26-yard field goal. Miami's first possession, Andres Borregales, a 28-yard field goal. 12-play, 65-yard drive. Then on a 47-yard punt, 48-yard punt by Nick Constantino. Damani Richardson forced the fumble, recovered by Chris Johnson, excuse me, Chris Russell, Three plays, 28 yards. L.J. Johnson, the one-yard run. The Aggies, a 10-3 lead. Miami had a chance to cut into that lead twice. But Borregales missed a 49-yard field goal, yanking that left. And a 36-yard attempt was blocked by Albert Regis. The Aggies have it at the 47-yard line. With 53 seconds left in this first half ahead, 10-3. Are bugs running past patterns on your kitchen floor? Let ABC Home and Commercial Services defend your kitchen. Like a great cornerback, ABC technicians will knock bugs smooth off their routes. Call ABC Home and Commercial Services today. 10-3 Aggies, 53 seconds, Miami calling the timeout. All hands craft cocktails is a new bar strength canned cocktail made with six times distilled vodka and 10% ABV to make sure you never have to sacrifice the quality of your drink. All hands craft cocktails, founded by Aggies and a proud partner of Texas A&M Athletics. Max Johnson is five for 13 for 61 yards. Devon A-Chain has 10 carries for 76 yards, including a 22-yard run, and that 22-yard run was after the fumble recovery Got the Aggies to the three. A face mask put them to the one and a half. LJ Johnson from there. Amari Daniels on this drive, 10 yards on three carries. Well, the Aggies don't have a whole lot of time, but they have two timeouts, and they've got to go 53 yards with 53 seconds. They're at their own 47 on the left hash. Up 
To the left goes Jalen Preston. JP is wide of Anaya Smith. Yule Keith Brown slot right with Chase Lane. A chain to the right of Max Johnson. First and 10 from their own 47 yard line on the left hash. Johnson left side. Overthrow of Anaya Smith. Al Blades Jr. Yes, it is the Blades family. <laughs> Third generation. <laughs> One of the cover men along with James Williams. Tell you who was down here on the field pregame for Miami, and he knows Anaya Smith and Devon A. Chain, and both of them went and said hello to him was Ed Reed, the legendary Miami safety who's on their staff. He's on their staff right yeah. now. It's quite a staff by both Mario Cristobal. Mm -hmm. Second and ten over the middle. Devon just shy of midfield. 47, 43 seconds left. Second charge timeout. Texas A&M, 30 seconds. Third and eight upcoming. Yeah, not much there. He only got two. A little middle screen. Took a timeout to stop the clock. You'll have to get a first down here, but if you can keep moving it, and if a field goal comes into play before half, Randy Bond, remember, tried the first one. But yeah. if you have one from distance, Caden Davis is still available right. with oh, the big leg. Absolutely, and he says his range is about 75 yeah. yards. Yeah. So, Well, you know, you see Randy come out. He changed his number from 19 to 47. So you guys know me. I'm going, Seth Small wants to come out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, but it's Randy Bond. Hey, Oldham Goodwin is joining Jimbo and Kids First Fund in tackling Fanconi anemia. Go to joinjimbo.com and join us in the fight. That's joinjimbo.com. Third and eight from the 49-yard line. Aggies use the second of their three timeouts. Might try to get this one a little downfield. They're going to need at least eight to keep the drive alive. A-chain is now actually off the line as Donovan Green will set up on the left wing. A-chain off the line. Then Smith, then Lane. Lone receiver on the left is J.P. Jalen Preston. Johnson sacked at the 44-yard line. What does Miami do? Well, they haven't called a timeout yet. The clock is still running, but they do get the ball to start the, to third, start quarter. the third quarter. Yeah. So Jafari Harvey with that sack. So a fourth and 13 clock running and the play clock hasn't even started yet. The Aggies don't have to punt. I think they're going to just let it go. Third sack for Miami. First half comes to a close. The Aggies have the 10-3 lead on the Miami Hurricanes. Our Dos Equis halftime report. Next is Aggie football from Learfield. On the Texas A&M Sports Network, from Learfield, welcome to the Halftime Report. Aggies have a 10-3 lead on Miami. They took a 3-0 lead when they took the opening kickoff. 55 yards, 8 plays, Randy Bond, a 26-yard field goal. Kick to Miami, Miami, 12 plays, 65 yards, and Andres Borregales, a 28-yard field goal, had his tied at 3. The Aggies punted. Forced fumble by Damani Richardson, recovered by Chris Russell. The 28-yard line 
And after Devon Achain ran for 22 yards, LJ Johnson out of the I formation, one yard touchdown run, 10 3 Aggies. Miami has missed two field goals. Borregales hooked a 49 yard attempt. Albert Regis blocked a 36 yard attempt. 10 3 Aggies. As the fight Texas Aggie band performs at halftime. Dosecki's halftime report will continue. Chet Ainsworth in our Learfield Network studios has a Dosecki's SEC scoreboard. 10 3 Aggies. We're at the half. This is Aggie football from Learfield. On the Texas A&M Sports Network, from Learfield, this has been the Halftime Report. Kickoff is just moments away with the call of the second half. Here is the voice of Texas A&M football, Andrew Monaco. Tonight's second half is brought to you by StubHub, the official secondary ticket marketplace of Texas A&M Athletics. StubHub, be there. Caden Davis will kick to the south end zone. Keyshawn Smith standing on the goal line. The two kicks in the first half by Caden Davis were touchbacks. 10-3 Aggies. And it is deep. And gone. <laughs> you know, a, another two feet higher, it would have been a field goal. He <laughs> hit it right through the, yeah. just below the upright. <laughs> I mean, we honored the baseball team. That was like some of the Ryan Targotch home runs. <laughs> who we have nicknamed the Hallettsville Hammer. That's a good one. Yeah, like yeah. So I asked him, I said, are you okay with that? Like I said it. Yeah. I said, are you okay with it? He's like, no, everybody in town loves it. So <laughs> that shall remain. After the touchback, first and 10 for the 25-yard line for Miami. They go from the south to the north. Parrish is the running back. Give to him up the middle. He runs into Albert Regis. Fadil digs down from his right defensive end to make the tackle no gain. Well, Shamar Stewart as well on that tackle. Yeah, they had some success running tackle to tackle in the first half, but on the first play of the second half, they've got no success. It'll be a no gainer off the right side. On the right hash. Fake to Parrish. Sling to Redding. And he falls ahead, marked at the 35-yard line. The nine-yard gain is a first down. On the right sideline in front of the Miami bench. Yeah, just enough for the first down. They'll move the chains. Nothing but a stop route on that right sideline. Tackled immediately, but a first down. Redding with his third catch for 29 yards. Now all three receivers for Miami on the left side. Parrish to the right of Van Dyke. Parrish. He stumbles ahead, maybe a yard. Official across the way has it marked at the 36-yard line. A one-yard gain, a second and nine. Now, I don't think an Aggie touched him. I think he just got his feet tangled up and fell down. Second and nine. Elijah Royo is a second tight end, and he's flexed off the line to the left. Three wide receivers. Regis will leave the field. And now the center judge allows play. Jalen Knighton to the right of Van Dyke and motion goes Arroyo and timeout called by Miami. I think the time was winding out. First charge timeout. Miami. 30 seconds. The substitution, you have to allow Albert Regis right. to go off. Yeah. And because of that late substitution, almost ran out of time. 
Yeah, this is what App State was doing to us last week. When, exactly. When we made a substitution, exactly. they would make a substitution, and it would be difficult. Just before the start of this StubHub second half, Will Johnson caught up with Jimbo Fisher. Coach, what are the second half keys? Well, I mean, defensively, don't have the self-inflicted. We've done a great job, but we got some costly penalties, and we could have really had some great field position. Offensively, give the quarterback a little bit of time to throw the foot. We're running it good. To finish the drive, we had a couple breakdowns there. Then give him a chance to pick up those third downs. We got a chance to move the ball. We're playing solid. Just got to finish those drives. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you, Will. Second and nine after Miami's timeout. Three wide receivers to the left, a single receiver to the right. That single receiver to the right is Keyshawn Smith, and he's one-on-one -on -one with Tyreek Chappelle. Van Dyke flushed out of the pocket, runs to the left, dives ahead to the 37-yard line, maybe the 38. Yeah. Yeah, the ball touched the ground at the 37-yard line, just past it. It's Give him one, it's third and eight. Turner and Stewart, the two Shamars are in, along with Fadil Diggs. Third and eight. Just across the 37-yard line on the left hash, Miami was two for six on third downs in the first half. Trips right, single receiver left. That's the short side of the field. Van Dyke keeps clapping, keeps clapping. Now looks over to the sideline. Aggies would not jump on this third and eight from the 37. Now Van Dyke looking right, throwing right, and well wide of his intended target, Keyshawn Smith. The coverage by Josh Moten. A healthy Josh Moulton adds to the depth of no this kidding. secondary. This is a long throw from the left hash all the way out to the right sideline, and it was well short. They'll have to punt it away. Aggies hold on the first possession by Miami in the second half. Lou Headley. Anias stands at his 21. Headley's first punt, 50 yards. Headley rolls to his right, backwards end over end. Anias at his 15. 48-yard punt for him. Anias, nearly a 10-yard return ahead to the 25-yard line. The Aggies get their first possession of the second half. 12-27 to play in our third quarter. And the Aggies hold a 10-3 lead on the Miami Hurricanes. This is Aggie football from Learfield. Ford is the best in Texas, and that legacy continues with the 2023 Ford F-150 truck and the new Ford Bronco Sports. Visit your best in Texas Ford dealer today, official truck and SUV of Texas A&M Athletics. That new Ford Bronco Sport came out, and our director of athletics, Ross Buick, was bragging that he, <laughs> <laughs> he had one. He has one. Okay. Yes, he does. Good for him. Hopefully he shares, right? Yeah. <laughs> Aggies get their first possession of the third quarter. From the 24-yard line, after the Headley 48-yard punt and the 9-yard return, Anias Smith. Anias slot to the right, and then Chase Lane. Devin Price is the single receiver to the left, and that is the wide side of the field. Donovan Green is on the left wing. A-chain to the right of Max Johnson, who was 6-for-15 in that first half. Keeper, right side. Johnson in front of the Aggie sideline. Johnson pushed out of bounds, but not before he gets across the 35-yard line. 11-yard gain for Max Johnson. 
A planned run. That's a 6-5 quarterback, and he's moving pretty well. Aki Agumbi is the left guard. Trey Zoon, Aki Agumbi, Bryce Foster, Layden Robinson, and Ruben Fothery left to right along that line. Two receivers to the left, single receiver Devin Price in front of the Aggie sideline as the Aggies go from the north to the south end zone. 35-yard line, right hash. Johnson throws, complete. Smith, across the middle, breaks a tackle into Miami territory, stutter steps to the 40, still on his feet before he is slumped back, oh, and a late flag. flag. Absolutely. 25-yard completion, and there will be more after that unsportsmanlike. to Corey Crouch, who is their star. The 15-yard penalty all the way ahead to the 25-yard line. But that's Anias, Dave, isn't it? You get him in space. Yeah, and, and that's why he, he's quick. I think I like the tough part also in conjunction he's, with that. He's definitely he tough, yep. too. What did we learn from him when he was the running back? Kellen Mond told us he is so good at pass protection. Yeah. Two tight ends to the right side with Max Wright on the line and then Donovan Green up the middle. A-chain. I think he ran into Layden Robinson. Yeah, that's one that Max Max should have kept. It was, a, the tackle. it was an option. He could have he could have pulled it out and taken it around the right side. And nobody went with him. Second and ten from the 25-yard line. Max Wright leads and brings on Chase Lane. Donovan Green stays on. He's the tight end, just flexed off the line. He is the head of that triangle. Smith to his left and behind. Lane to his right and behind. A-chain is lined up behind Fothery. He'll be to the right of Max Johnson. Devin Price one-on-one -on, -one on the left side. In motion goes Anias from right to left. Out of the backfield. Got A-chain. A-chain breaks a tackle down the right sideline at the 10. Cuts back to the number still on his feet. A-chain yes! is in! Six for six from 25 and the Aggies have a 16 to 3 lead Devon A chain out of the backfield and into the end zone oh boy and he left several defenders wondering how you tackle him outstanding play by Devon A chain and a great drive a great starting drive for the Aggies here Max Johnson with his first touchdown pass as an Aggie, the 36th in his career. Randy Bond extra point. So the Aggies get the stop when Miami got it first in the third quarter, and they respond with a touchdown. The 25-yard pass, Max Johnson to Devon A. Chain, and with 10.29 to play in the third, the Aggies have a 17-3 lead on Miami. This is Aggie football from Learfield. Will Johnson back with you on the CC Creation sideline microphone. The Aggies now have a 17-3 lead over Miami with 10-29 to go in the third quarter. We talk explosive plays. The Aggies got two of them on that drive. 25-yard pass to Anaya Smith that had a penalty tacked on to it for extra yardage. And then the 25-yard catch-and-run TD by 
Devon A-Chain. So that is now the sixth touchdown this year the Aggies have scored of 25 or more yards. They have hit some explosives. Three of them belong to Devon A-Chain. Uh, he had a 26-yard touchdown run against App State, 95-yard kickoff return TD against App State, and now you throw in this 25-yard touchdown catch and run here against Miami. So the Aggies hit the explosive plays, and Devon A-Chain, that's three of them, three explosive play touchdowns for him this year. And it's that type of explosiveness that will kind of keep him among the headlines for yeah. postseason accolades. Yeah, you're exactly right. You're right. That's so explosive. And you can get the ball in his hands on a handoff, a pass, or a kick. Mustang Cat drives summary for the Aggies. Four plays, 76 yards, and 158. Mustang Cat building Texas, powering the world. Visit MustangCat.com for more information. And a great start to that drive with Max faking it and then running a sweep for a first down around the right side. But the toughness of Anias breaking tackles and Devon breaks tackles on his touchdown catch. Caden Davis will kick off towards the south end zone. Keyshawn Smith will let that sail to the back of the end zone. Oh man, it's, it hit in the end zone. It didn't go past the end line. What? He's slacking off on us. <laughs> hey, Ags, college football's back, and no matter where you're watching this football season, be sure to buy a cold, crisp Dos Equis and Gigabags. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. All right, here we go. Well, here we go, Dave. On, we talked D. about the stacking, right? The Let's D got D. the stop. The offense got the score. First and 10 from the 25 on the right hash. In motion, Mallory, the tight end. Keep by Van Dyke on the right side, and Tyreek Chappelle, that is just classic. Wraps him up, knocks him down, one-yard gain. That is a that is a form tackle right there. He was a little bit far away from him, so he couldn't really get the, the helmet crown underneath the chin like you'd like to with a quarterback, but pretty close. It'll be a two-yard gain, second and eight. So the 6'4 quarterback, Tyler Van Dyke, fell ahead for two yards. At the 27-yard line, trips left. And now Mallory again on the left wing. And the back right up the middle in a huge hole for Jalen Knight in the first down game for him. A 10-yard gain right up the gut. Well, they're not giving up on that running tackle to tackle. And they'll pick up a first down out at the 37-yard line. Bring Colby George, the wide receiver, off the field and a second tight end onto the field. So Elijah Arroyo joins Will Mallory. Arroyo's from Frisco. Two tight ends. Van Dyke keeps, rolls right, going deep. Off the hand, Chappelle, the coverage of Keyshawn Smith. I got to say this, rolling to your right, throwing on the run and getting that close, that's pretty impressive, that pass. Number nine's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we knew he was accurate. We did. I mean, we knew he was accurate, but this is, I mean, he's throwing, throwing across his body, and it was too far. It was uncatchable. Frank Ladson, But it Jr. was pretty close. <laughs> he's the widest receiver on the left side. In motion right to left is Romello Brinson. On that right side. Jalen Knighton upended by Tarian Lee. Bryce Anderson at the end to clean it up. But Tarian Lee and Edger and Cooper and Chris Russell rotate those three linebackers. 
He makes the tackle, setting up a third and five from the 42-yard line. Let's get a stop here. Under nine to play in the third quarter, 17-3, Texas A&M. Brinson in the slot to the left. Single receiver to the right is Keyshawn Smith. Now he goes in motion from right to left. That's Jacoby George. Oh, no. Trying to time the snap was Tarian Lee, and he's offside. And that'll give him the first down. Offside, defense number 18 with contact. Five-yard penalty. First down. Second time the Aggies have allowed a Miami first down on a penalty. The target on Damani Richardson and that called on LT Overton. Ball to 47 on the right hash from the pistol. Van Dyke throws tight end Mallory on the left side a block downfield. He's inside the 40 to the 36 yard line of the Aggies. 17-yard gain. That little drag from right to left to the tight end. Mallory had two catches in the first two weeks, both of them against Bethune-Cookman. That's his second catch of the evening. First and 10 from the Aggie 36-yard line on the left hash. Two receivers to the right, single receiver to the left. George is slot right with Keyshawn Smith. Now all receivers to the right. A little swing. It's a lateral at the 40. Trying to get back to the line of scrimmage. And can't Romello Brinson run out of bounds. Bryce Anderson. Good job by Bryce Anderson. He's the first one there. And then he got help from Antonio Johnson. And this will be a loss of one. It'll be second and 11 out at the 37-yard line. All three receivers go to the left, including the tight end Arroyo off the line. Then George, then Brinson, Keyshawn Smith to the right. Ten on the play clock. Now changing the play is Van Dyke. Five. Option right side, Parrish. And that is Edger and Cooper running across the field and pushing him out of bounds. Maybe a yard. So it'll be third down and about uh, eight. Third and eight. Line to gain the Aggie 26-yard line. McKinley Jackson comes in. Shamar Stewart to his right. Fidel Diggs to his left. Third and eight from the Aggie 34. Ten on the play clock. Trips left for Miami. George closest to the line. Brinson and then Keyshawn Smith. Swing left side receiver screen gets oh, past no. Moten. Now Jordan Gilbert he falls down. 24 yard gain to the 10. Oh, it looked like they had this defended. He's able to break clean and uh, go all the way down to the 10 yard line. Just a quick screen out in the left flat. Aggies have stood up in the red zone defensively tonight. Twice Miami's been down there. They've kicked a field goal and had a field goal block. So trying to stand up once more. Handoff Knighton. 
inside the Aggie 10 to the eight yard line. Will, this is a Miami team that came in 13 of 14 from the red zone in their first two games. Well, thus far, the Aggies are winning the red zone tonight. Uh, they've been down there offensively twice, a touchdown and a field goal. Like I said, Miami, yeah, Miami's been down there twice and only gotten three total points. Second and goal. The tight end Arroyo to the rights. Van Dyke, keeper. Nothing. And Chris Russell with the tackle. Gets to the six, Isaiah Rakes from his defensive tackle position. Third and goal from the six upcoming for Miami. Yeah, he made the fake dive up the middle and then pulled it out and swept around the left side. But Aggies closed pretty quickly. He'll pick up two. Wow, late non-substitution for Miami. Three wide receivers to the right side, including the tight end Mallory. Third and goal from the six, 10 on the play clock. Van Dyke to the line, five on the play clock. Mallory to the wing. Knighton up the middle. Nothing. Inside the five, but he lost his balance. Bryce Anderson, the tackle, fourth and goal from around the three. And here comes Borregales. Watch the fake. Yep. I was thinking the same thing, Dave. Yep. Just see if yard. they go safe. Yeah, they're going to go safe. Yeah, but do you, have, do you have number 15 on there in maroon? Oh, the blocker? Yeah. <laughs> to block it? Albert Regis. This is just across the 12 on the left hash, Borregales. His second field goal, a 22-yarder. And with 4.04 to play in the third quarter, the Aggies have a 17-6 lead on the Miami Hurricanes. This is Aggie football from Learfield. Andres Borregales, a 22-yard field goal, capping a 12-play, 71-yard drive in 6 minutes and 25 seconds. Mustang Cat drive summary. Mustang Cat building Texas, powering the world. Visit MustangCat.com for more information. If you're a Whataburger Shake fan, I have two words for you. What's that? Banana pudding. That's right. The all-new Whataburger Banana Pudding Shake is here, but only for a limited time. Really? I may have to try that. <laughs> I don't know. With the number five, right? It's, not, it's not knocking it, knocking my socks off, but I may have to try it because it might be really good. Yeah, it's, I don't want to be left out. I love bananas I'm, I'm, now. That, I'm that FOMO, fear of missing out. Right? No, I, I like, yeah. you know I like how bananas. I, you know how I like bananas? In a key lime pie if they're oh, baked by me. me. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Hey, babe, if you're listening, could you whip one of those up for tonight? <laughs> 17-6 Aggies, 4.04 to play. If you want a killer spread without the hassle, then walk on Sports Bistro. Family and friends bundles are available to go. Pick your favorite starter, pick your favorite side, pick your favorite entree, and then you can feed a group of four. Order online at walk-ons.com or on the Walk-Ons app. Walk-Ons Sports Bistro, more than a restaurant. Devon A-Chain is deep on his goal line. The kick from Borealis. And you're going to let it go. Aggies will get it to 25 on the touchback. And Jubo always talks about that for 25. Anything beyond that, you're playing on that shorter field. 
in light. If nothing else, you can get it on the 25 right there. Yeah. On the touchback. Here's how you can listen to us while synced up to your TV in the comfort of your own home. Go to SyncMyGame.com and find out how. Devin Price comes to the left. He's the lone receiver on the wide side of the field. Two receivers to the right with Anaya Smith in the slot and Chase Lane wide of him in motion from right to left. Roll to the left by Max Johnson. He's going to keep it. Diving tackle. Keandre Smith with the tackle, but not before Max Johnson. A five-yard gain. The first play of the last drive was an 11-yard gain to the right on a run by Max Johnson. This is a five-yard gain to the left, and he had a receiver out in front to I'll block. What, he gets that big body moving pretty well. Good start. Two receivers the short side of the field, the left. Second and five from the 30. Aggies going from the north end zone to the south end zone. Maybe a yard. Caleb Johnson, the linebacker, with a tackle of Devon Achan. And the Aggies will be faced with a third and four as they run Jalen Preston onto the field, yeah, as well to, as Jill Keith Brown. Yeah, just tried to dive, and he looked like he tripped. Texas A&M 85 is out number five. That is Jalen Preston. Trips right for the Aggies, no tight end. A-chain to the right of Johnson. Third and four from their own 31-yard line. In motion from right to left comes Anaya Smith. Stacked receivers on the left side. Johnson complete. Smith hit as he threw it. High tackle. Smith avoids it and gets into Miami territory to the 48-yard line. A 21-yard gain. Oh, I, just, I love the poise that Max is showing. This is a slant route. He stands in the pocket, delivers it perfectly. And the Aggies are in business with a first down at the 48-yard line in Miami territory. Dave, he had to know that someone was right. He was going to get hit as he made that throw. He doesn't care if he gets hit as long as he delivers the ball. It was just excellent. 9 of 18 now is Max Johnson for 134 yards. Aggies move on the right side of the line. Clayton Robinson of Ruben Fowler. Offense, number 76, five-yard penalty. First down. Saying hoping, Miami did it. Yeah, they could get Antonio Moultrie on that movement as both Layden Robinson and Ruben Fathery pointing to the defensive tackle instead. Fifth penalty on the Aggies. 2.08 to play in the second quarter. The Aggies have a 17 to 6 lead. They have the ball. They're back in their own territory at the 47 yard line. And that ball is just below the A in the block TAM at midfield at Kyle Field. Two receivers on the left, single receiver on the right. Donovan Green, the freshman from Dickinson, is on the right wing. A chain to the left of Johnson. Low snap. Max Johnson will run. And a lot of room on that right side. To the 45, angles to the Aggie sideline, puts the shoulder down and falls out at the 43-yard line. Nine-yard pickup on a first and 15. One thing I can tell you about Max Johnson, he's not, he's not scared. <laughs> he put his shoulder down. Let's give it 10. It looks like it's going to be second and five. From the Miami 43-yard line. Tight end on the left wing is Donovan Green. Two receivers to the right now in motion. Up the middle, A-chain. A little sidestep to the left, but taken down. Keandre Smith with the tackle. It looked like he was going to break loose there, and suddenly he went down. I guess they got him around the ankles, and... Third and two. 
Very manageable. From the 40 of Miami. Just inside that right hash. Four of nine on third downs. The Aggies. Two receivers to the right, one to the left in motion, left to right. A chain? Nope. Gonna lose two. Antonio Moultrie with the tackle. Loss of one. And here comes Nick Constantino. See if he can work his. Oh, maybe not. Are they going to go for it? I oh, know Connor Chode is at the 50. Well, they can let the clock run exactly. out of the third quarter. I got you. Yeah, they're yeah, not going to snap let them, it. Let, let it go off and take the penalty so he has more room to work with. No, they're, well, they're going to let the quarter because the, the quarter can end yeah, the before play the play clock off. hasn't started yet. So oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they can talk about it during the break. Yeah. <laughs> third quarter comes to a close. The Aggies have a 25-yard touchdown reception by Devon A-Chain. Miami's Andres Borgalos, a 22-yard field goal. To the fourth we go. Aggie 17, Miami 6. This is Aggie football from Learfield. Will Johnson back with you. They just sawed horns and are ready to start the fourth quarter with Texas A&M up over a Miami 17-6. A reminder that next week we are in Arlington for the annual matchup with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Arkansas came into the day ranked 10th in the country in the AP, but they struggled with Missouri State this evening. They trailed the whole game. They were down 17-0 at one point, entered the fourth quarter down, but Arkansas did pull it off 38-27. So they'll be undefeated as the Aggies meet them at AT&T Stadium in Arlington next Saturday, 6 o'clock kickoff, 5 o'clock is our St. Joseph Health pregame show. The Aggies trying to finish this one off against the Canes and then move on to Arlington for the Hogs. Up 17-6, Will and RCC Creation sideline, Mike. Nick Constantino is on. Tyreek Stevenson stands on his 10. Nick, three punts. 46.3 is the average. Connor Choate, the long snapper. To Constantino, hits the nose of the football. Backwards, end over end. Tyreek Stevenson calls for the fair catch. It bounces, and it is down at the one-yard line. Now that is execution. Noah Thomas, the freshman from Clear Springs, downs it at the one. You know, Effie and Jim, they're back in Australia for this game. And it's a good time slot for them. It's Sunday morning in Australia at about noon, getting close to noon. So it's good for them to watch. Uh, but they were here those last two games. They see these punts tonight from a distance, but they got to be just as proud. Three inside the ten for Nick Constantino. Will, wonderful piece with them. And I loved when they said, you know what? Everyone else is kind of sad when it's fourth down. We're kind of happy because yeah. Nick comes <laughs> on the field. There were two people in Kyle Field the last couple of weeks that loved that Aggie fourth down. Effie and Jim Constantino. From their own one. The handoff to Parrish. Parrish, Edger and Cooper trying to wrestle him down. And Parrish goes to the eight-yard line. It's big back. Strong back, I should say. Not a big back, a strong back. The transfer from Ole Miss. Two straight 100-yard efforts. 108 against Bethune-Cookman. 109 against Southern Miss. It's gain of seven, second and three from their own eight-yard line on the right hash. Single back. Whole bunch of blockers up front. 
And Parrish gets outside, and Tyreek Chappelle's going to chase him from the Aggie sideline, but not before he gets to the 25-yard line and a 17-yard gain. That outside contain has Miami's had some success getting around that end. Yeah, they started it up the middle, and then he bounced it out there. And uh, he, like you said, there was nobody to contain him. He got on the sideline, and until Tyreek Chappelle could catch up with him, he was running free all the way to the 25. So from the one to the 25 on two runs by Henry Parrish. Fake the handoff. Van Dyke. A lot of time. Missed the throw. He had a wide open receiver coming across from right to left and threw it too far ahead of Michael Redding. They had way too much time to throw. He could just sit back there and watch him go across the field. Actually gonna have to get some pressure on him. They bring in LT Overton, Isaiah Rakes, Shamar Turner, and Anthony Lucas from left to right. Cooper and Russell, your tight ends. Excuse me, your linebackers. Tyreek Chappelle, Jalen Jones, Jordan Gilbert, Bryce Anderson, the safeties, Antonio Johnson's the nickel. Second and ten. Ah, man in the backfield. It's going to be a tackle for loss. That's that old D-line party right there. Isaiah Rakes the last off that pile. Yeah. Yeah, let's meet back at the running back. We've got a lineman down. It will bring up a third down and laying on his stomach, one of their linemen. And it will bring us to a timeout. We'll have more information when we come back. 13.30 to play here in the fourth quarter. The Aggies have a 17-6 lead. And Miami faces a third and 11. We'll come back with Aggie football from Learfield. Johnson back with you 13:30 to go in the game and A&M has a 17 to 6 lead over Miami before the break one of the Hurricanes offensive linemen went down it was DJ Scaife Jr. fifth year senior is DJ Scaife and uh, he walked off the field under his own power but he was favoring that right leg couldn't put a lot of weight on it so Miami We'll have to get an offensive line replacement for him. Bill, uh, excuse me, Will, it will be Zion Nelson, who we saw at left tackle earlier in this game. He's now at right tackle. Third and 11 from their own 24-yard line. The timeout is not yet official. And now, off the field, three receivers to the left, Parrish to the right of Van Dyke. Three of nine on third downs are the Hurricanes. 15 on the play clock. Third and 11 from their 24. They started this at the one. Van Dyke looking left. Completes at the 35-yard line. The forward progress has him across the 35, and it's a first down throw. The completion to Keyshawn Smith. Just a stop route out on the sideline, and they tackled him immediately, but it'll be enough for the first down. He, did, he, he didn't get there. I wonder if Jimbo's going to. Yeah, Jimbo has just found an official. Wonder if they can review it. He should know. These are ACC officials. Uh, he's got him. He's got him. We're going to take a look at this. He's got him. This might be a challenge. The referee looked back at Coach Fisher, and I thought he uttered to him, do you want a challenge? Uh, let's see if they say that's under review or if they say that a and is challenging. 
Texas A&M is challenging the ruling on the field. On the first down. That play is under further review. Dave, he catches it on the 30-yard line side of the 35 and never turned his body. So where they placed the ball, I don't think the ball ever got there. He comes back for that ball. I think he's at the 34 and a half. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I just saw the replay, and on the replay, it looked like he was definitely short of the line they need so to gain. And his back is on the 35, so where he catches it, that ball is not across the 35-yard line. They're showing it right now, but I don't. I, you can't see the ball. Well, that's a quick review. The headsets are off. After further review, the ruling on the field stands. stands. Texas A&M has yeah. charged a timeout. He does not have any further challenges for the remainder of the game. That didn't take any time at all. No, and I don't think they got that one right either. Well, I, I, I couldn't see the replay. He catches it with his... Well, I'm looking at the ESPN replay. We have of us. It's a first down. The problem is I'm not wearing any stripes. In the pocket, Van Dyke going deep right side. And great coverage by Jalen Jones. It's so good to have number 17 back at corner for the Aggies. Well, the receiver had stopped running. Ball was well overthrown because he was blanketed. Intended for Keyshawn Smith. Aggies have been consistent with that all year. They've had excellent coverage on deep balls down the sideline and using that sideline to cut the receiver off. Parrish to the left of Van Dyke. Here comes pressure. Hit as he throws. Incomplete. Look at that coverage by Tyreek Chappelle. Look at Edger and Cooper and LT Overton uh -oh. forcing yeah, Van Dyke to throw. Tyreek just went down. Possible cramp as it has been warm. That's yes. what it looks like. The trainers get to him as he's in a sitting position near midfield. 12-24 to play in this fourth quarter. 17-6, Texas A&M. Great coverage. And then he, <laughs> and I guess he cramped up. I mean, I know it's radio, but you can see Dave's smile when the secondary plays like this. <laughs> I love it. I mean, he's up. And it looks like he's going to be fine. He'll have to leave for a play, but he's walking off. It looks like no issues. I think you're right, Andrew. It's just a cramp. Yeah. Ready for kickoff? Check out stage 12 at Brookshire Brothers, the official Aggieland watch party. It's right across from Kyle Field. Stage 12 is a huge screen and all your favorite refreshments. You get the details at brookshirebrothers.com slash college station. Can the Aggies get off the field? Jared, Josh Moten is one of the corners now, along with Jalen Jones. Three down linemen. Third and ten. 35-yard line parish to the left of Van Dyke. Three Miami receivers on the right side. Cooper calls out the defensive plays. Third and ten from their own 35-yard line. The snap to Van Dyke. Looking right. Throws. Mallory, tight end. Bryce Anderson misses that dive of the tackle. Out of bounds, but not before he gets into Aggie territory. 44-yard line. The Aggies cannot get off the field again. Another third and long, and uh, they're able to come up with a play. And looks like somebody for them is down because the trainers are running over onto the sideline, other sideline. 
Is that Mallory, the tight end, who made the catch? I don't know who else was over there. Yeah, it's Will Mallory, and that is a tight end with over a thousand career yards and receptions. He's very valuable, and you mentioned it earlier tonight, Andrew, that Miami is out without Xavier Restrepo, yeah. their leading receiver. Mm -hmm. If you're without Mallory, a big-time tight end as well, that, that really cuts down on the Canes receiving core. Yeah, we've seen their tight end, Elijah Arroyo. They've used him a lot, and then their third tight end is Khalil Brantley. But Mallory's that fifth-year senior for them. But three third downs they've converted on this drive. The punt by Nick Constantino downed at the one. Landed on his head in front of that Aggie sideline. And the tackle by Jordan Gilbert. And again, he's at the 42 yard line on the Aggie sideline. On the west side of Kyle Field. And the balls will be placed at uh, 44. About 44 yard line, just outside the 44 yard line. 12 16 to play in this fourth quarter. Aggies have been outstanding six. on first and second down during this drive, but they just, the third down conversions are frustrating. That's the that's the whole thing right you get those stops on first and second you want third and long but Miami's been excellent yeah, they on this drive well, he's he's up and he's walking off under his own power looks like yeah, he's jogging so, nothing serious I, I don't think Third and 11 and a third and 10. 21 yards to Mallory. So the Hurricanes are at the Aggie 44 yard line. Tight end Elijah Royos on the left wing. Hand off to Jalen Knighton to the 41 at best. Jordan Gilbert, the tackle. Try to underneath handoff and across the formation and uh, off tackle, and uh, it's going to pick up about three. Jacoby George comes on. Tenth play of this drive for Miami that started on their one. Bouncing outside to the 35, putting his head down, but that will never be called is Knighton. Eight-yard gain, and we were told that in Birmingham as well. The running back can put the head down, lead with the helmet, and we asked, would that ever be called? And we were told no. That'll be a first down at the 34-yard line. Tight end Dominic Mamorelli comes on. First and 10 from the Aggie 33-yard line on the left hash. A drive that began on their own one. Two wide receivers to the right, two tight ends are to the left. Fake to Parrish. 
Pressure coming by Antonio Johnson. Throws as he runs out of bounds into the Aggie sideline. Good job by uh, Antonio Johnson of locating him and then tracking him down, so he had to throw this one away. I'm getting a replay here, and I want to see if he was held. He was held. Oh, my God. He's tackled. And that's why he didn't I get to Van Dyke. I just saw it. I think he would have gotten the sack if he weren't held. Second and 10 from the 33. Parrish to the right of Van Dyke. Two wide receivers to the rights. And that's where Van Dyke rolls, throws on the run, completes. First down, Antonio Johnson wrestles down at the 23-yard line. That completion to Jacoby George. Bud Light proudly welcomes back Aggie fans to Kyle Field this year. Bud Light is for the fans. First and 10 from the Aggie 22-yard line. 10-25 to play. In this fourth quarter, 17-6, Texas A&M. Fake to Parrish, Van Dyke to his rights. The sure throw to the tight end, Mallory, inside the 20-yard line to the 19. About a three-yard pickup. They were both out there on the sideline. Instead of trying to put his head down and run for it, he just dropped it off to Mallory, and he went out of bounds immediately. Inside the Wells Fargo red zone. Second and seven from the Aggie 19-yard line. A&M defense got to keep up the success here. They've been very good with their backs against the wall in the red zone tonight. And the pistol to give to Parrish. He is hit by Chris Russell Jr. Nope. It's on this left side. Tom Russell down. Jordan Gilbert to Mallory. Yeah, play action fake. It fooled all of us. <laughs> and he throws it out into the left flat, and they pick up about one. It'll be third and six. Big play here. Play number 15 of this drive. It's a third and six from the Aggie 18. Two third down conversions on this drive bring the Hurricanes to this point. They have to get to the 12. Jalen Knighton is the back. Five on the play clock. Trips right in a triangle formation. Van Dyke throws drag. Oh, upended! Nothing At there. At the 16-yard line, Antonio Johnson. It'll be fourth and about uh, four. Yeah, Antonio was down, but just as the trainers got to him, he popped up himself. Hey, the East St. Louis kid ain't yeah. staying down. There's some toughness there. Oh, there certainly is. Yeah. He walks off the field under his own power. And once again, watch the fake. There's only 8.46 left in this game. Borregales comes on for a 34-yard attempt by the right hash. He's missed from 49, blocked from 36, this from 34. High snap, put down, and the kick is good. 8.32 to play in the fourth quarter. And Miami creeps within eight. Texas A&M 17, Hurricanes 9. 8.32 left in the fourth. This is Aggie football from Learfield.
Bill Johnson back with you in this prime time matchup from Kyle Field. It now enters crunch time because it's 17 to 9 Aggies over Miami with 832 to go in the fourth quarter. You really got to like the way the AM defense has stood up when Miami enters the red zone tonight. Four times tonight, Miami has gone into the red zone. They don't have a touchdown on any of those trips. They have kicked three field goals. They tried another one back early in the second quarter. That one was blocked by Albert Regis. Albert actually almost got to that last field goal, but credit the Aggie defense. They have held strong when Miami enters the red zone in their four trips down there. And you got the offense coming on the field after the kickoff. They need a sustained drive, maybe with some points attached to it. Then you're looking at maybe one more stop from this defense. See if they can finish. Andres Borgales will kick off. Before he does, let's pause 10 seconds. For station identification across the Texas A&M Sports Network. Seventeen to nine with eight thirty two to play in our fourth quarter after Miami's third field goal. A chain stands a yard in the end zone. Borregales approaches and the right footed kick line drive that Devonja is going to sneer at. He'll just spit on that baby. Aggies will take over the 25-yard line. Same way Dave looked at a 3-0 pitch. He just spit on it and then homered on the 3-1. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Key drive for the Aggies, isn't it, Dave? Certainly. They need to they need to eat up a bunch of clock and get some points out of this. Any points will do. A field goal would be just as good as a touchdown right now. Make it two scores and uh, run off some clock. Here we go. Two tight ends on the left side. Max Wright is on the wing. Then Donovan Green in motion right to left. Devin Price up the middle. A-chain met at the line of scrimmage. No game. Corey flagged their linebacker with a tackle. Back to the line of scrimmage. And a second and ten. Price and Smith will switch sides. Aggies have three receivers. Led at the top by the tight end Donovan Green. Lane to his left, Smith to his right. Price one on one on the right. A chain to the right of Johnson. Max, pocket, throws. Caught by Chase Lane, his first catch at the 31-yard line. Third and four for the Aggies. D.J. Ivey. Yeah, just a little stop route out to the left side. Well delivered by Max, but he got hit as soon as he caught the ball. It's a long four. Yeah, third and a long four. Just across the 30 on the left hash. Yul Keith Brown will come to the right. Smith closest to the line. Then Yul Keith Brown. Then Chase Lane in motion right to left. Denia Smith joining Devin Price on the left. Johnson over the middle. Bounced it. That was a slant coming from the right side to Anias and uh, didn't get it there. 
Tyreek Stevenson goes deep. The Aggies will call on that thunderous left leg of Nick Constantino. He stands on his 30. Four punts, 45-yard average. Fair catch. Stevenson, 22-yard line, sliding to his right, a 46-yard punt for Constantino. 7.06 to play after the Aggie three and outs. Texas A&M 17, Miami 9, Hurricane football. They have possession at the 22. When we return, this is Aggie football from Learfield. Will Johnson back with you. We've got 7.06 left in the game. Miami has the ball back, but Texas A&M's got the 17-9 lead. So you got your defense back out there, and you are asking for a stand, but an important development here. Remember when Miami had the ball last, they got into the red zone. A&M got a big third down stop to force a field goal. On that third down stop, a big hit delivered by Antonio Johnson, the Aggies' potential All-SEC, All-American type safety. He stayed down for a little bit, but then popped himself up and got himself off the field. But ever since, Antonio has been in the medical tent. He still is in there right now. So with the defense heading back out, needing an important stand, one of the best defenders, Antonio Johnson, still under the medical tent. I'll keep you posted if he comes out and is available to get back in there. Well, thank you, St. Joseph Health Injury Report there. Now, for the first time, you can purchase customized Adidas jerseys of your favorite Aggie football players. Take part in the historic milestone by purchasing your jersey through 12thmanshop.com. Quantities are limited, so head to 12thmanshop.com today. So Jared Kerr is the nickel in for Antonio Johnson. First and 10 from the 22-yard line. 17-9 Aggies. 7.06 to play. Fake to Parrish. Across the middle. Low throw. Caught at the 39-yard line. 17-yard completion to a sliding Keyshawn Smith. Make it the 38. 16-yard game. Three receivers go to the right that side. That ball was not caught. Out of challenges. Parrish quick to the line of scrimmage on the handoff. Tackled by Edger and Cooper. Ball hit the ground. Six thirty. Second and seven from the forty-one yard line in the middle of the field. Mallory, the tight end, is flexed off the line, and then Michael Redding. That's the left side. Keyshawn Smith to the right. Parrish out of the backfield to the right. Van Dyke over the middle, complete. Mallory into Aggie territory, the 47-yard line. 12-yard completion. Six minutes to play. Miami driving. Rashard Smith in the slot. Wide of him, Michael Redding. Mallory is the tight end to the left. And almost in the pistol. Parrish back into the right of Van Dyke. Bounces to the right. Fadil Diggs drags him down, and a flag is down at the 48-yard line. The flag is down. Parrish gets to the 43. Holding offense number 85. 
tight end Mallory. So back into Miami territory. Oh my gosh, he tackled Anderson. First and 20 from their own 43 yard line with 525 remaining in the fourth quarter. 17 9, Texas AM. Van Dyke, two steps back, throw to the right, too high, incomplete. Intended for Keyshawn Smith, Tyreek Chappelle on the coverage. Excellent coverage, just a stop route at about seven or eight yards. Stops the clock with 519 to play. 17 9 Aggies here in the fourth. Second and 20 from their own 43-yard line, middle right. Two receivers left, tight end on the left wing. Jalen Knighton is the running back. Set up to the right of Tyler Van Dyke. Who is 18 of 35. Completes to the 48-yard line. Complete to Michael Redding. Jalen Jones with the tackle. Ten-yard gain. Now third and ten. And the flag is down. Offense it looked like LT Overton coming off of the left side. He was held by Zion Nelson. And Zion Nelson is in for DJ Scaife Jr., who left this a couple of possessions ago. And real quick, Antonio Johnson is out of the medical tent. He does not have his helmet with him. Sometimes you know what that means, but we're not going to speculate. But at the moment, Antonio Johnson unavailable. Will, thank you. Second and 30 from the 33-yard line of Miami. On a drive that started at their 22, they got across midfield, but two holding penalties put them back in their own territory. 4.50 to play, 17-9 Aggies. Trips left for the Hurricanes. Slant, high throw. Jared Kerr with the tackle, 38-yard line, five-yard gain. It's a third. We'll give them a six-yard gain, a third and 24. Four and a half to play. Big play here. 200 yards passing for Van Dyke on his 19th completion. Trips left. They have to get to the Aggie 37-yard line. Van Dyke runs up the middle, slides at the 46-yard line. Actually marked at the 44, so where it's the, when you start that slide, where is your rump? So it's going to be punt. fourth and uh, t about 20. The two holding penalties. Costly, Headley to punt. Anaya Smith onto the field. 3.45 remaining. The Aggie defense with the third down stop. Well, and the Aggie defense still out there. They're punt safe. Anaya stands on his own 15. Headley rolls to the right. Flag is down. Kicks over to the Aggie sideline. Anias lets it go. A high bounce. Fielded at the one. But what is the flag? That's a good question. 60-yard punt by Headley. Will they have to do it again? Or will the Aggies take over at the one with 3.20 to play? Well, certainly, if this is against Miami, the Aggies will accept the penalty. 
Illegal formation. Kicking team more than five in the back. Four in the backfield. Five-yard penalty. Fourth down. Third penalty on this drive alone. Two holds. The illegal formation. And Dave, maybe Anias fields this next one. Well, I think it Does probably will depend on where. I mean, he's he's gotten his instructions. Yeah. Uh, he may have. They may have told him, "Don't field anything that's going over your head." So. We've seen Anias field things at the one. <laughs> Headley again. It's a fourth and twenty-four. Rolls to his right, kicks towards the Aggie sideline. Anias at the 13, fumbled the football oh, inside no. the 10. They've got it. Aggie oh, football. Aggies, I don't know how they got it. Exhale <laughs> for now. Oh, wow. I don't know how we got it because. They were there. He never had possession and out dived, out dived the Miami punt team. So with 3:09 remaining, the Aggies will have it at their own seven-yard line, up 17 to nine. We step aside. This is Aggie football from Learfield. Want a killer spread without the hassle? Walk on Sports Bistro. Family and friend bundles. They're available to go. Pick your favorite starter. Pick your favorite side. Pick your favorite entree. Feed a group of four. Or maybe one if you're really hungry. Order online at walk-ons.com or order in the Walk-Ons app. Walk-On Sports Bistro. More than a restaurant. 309 to play. 17-9. Texas A&M. <laughs> that's, that's, that's me. Yeah, I'm worn you out. You know what? <laughs> wait, wait a second. Let me rewind. Anias, don't catch him. <laughs> yeah. He had the right idea. Yeah. He, he, did, well, he, he just was, didn't he, possess it well, he, and go to the right. But he, you he had, was you trying to idea. run before he caught it and because they had pretty good coverage. So, anyway, we've got the football, and that's, that's the most important thing. And I think uh, on Anias, this drop there, I think the uh, bolt of energy he got to allow him to jump on that ball, it came from sheer panic, probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it, 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 that can light a fire under yeah, you sometimes, yeah. the panic button. <laughs> but will we talk? I think it's the it's one of the gutsiest positions, and you know it better than any of us yeah. you know. as the punt returner. You've, got, with you've a, got 11 coming down at you. I know you've got the blockers, but well, and plus some, these guys booming high into the night. I mean, yeah, it's, but it's you know what? You, you've also got some sail, fail safes. You, you've got the fair catch. Right. And I mean, he could have done that, but he wanted to get it out of inside the 10 yard line. So I mean, that's great that he wanted to do that, but you got to catch the ball before you run. And let's see if the Aggies can eat up three minutes and nine seconds. Nias uh, goes to the right. Devin Price to the left. Max right on the left wing. Donovan Green the right wing. A chain to the right of Max Johnson from their own seven yard line. 
the handoff. A-Chain bounces outside with some room. A-Chain stays on his feet. First down to the 19-yard line. The 12-yard gain by A-Chain. Donovan Green and Max Wright, the tight ends, blocking ahead of him. Let's see if they're going to take a timeout here. No, they're not. 2.45 now. First and 10 from the 18-yard line, the 11-yard gain for Devon Achen. He has such a knack of getting one more yard, doesn't he? He knows where that first down is. Well, he's, he, he's so strong, and he's, it's, it's confusing to the defense because they don't expect that kind of strength. Right on he's the left. hard to bring down. Green on the right, the two tight ends. The two receivers are to the right side in the pistol. A-chain gets outside to the 20-yard line. 2-10 remaining. Wesley Besaint on the tackle. It looks like they're going to save their timeouts. See if they can get a stop. The Aggies need a, a, another first down and yeah. force them into making, taking their timeouts. If you call the timeouts after getting two stops here, an Aggie punt would come with about 1.15 left. 10 on the play clock here. A chain to the right of Johnson. Max Wright to the right of Fothery. Green on the left hip of Trey Zoon. A chain stumbles and falls back four yards. We got penetration. Second charge timeout. Miami. 30 seconds. Please reset the game clock to one minute, 28 seconds. Thank you. Third and 12 from the 16. So if you don't get it here, they call another timeout. Like I said, the punt would come with about 115 left. You're the Aggies. Do you just keep it on the ground so they can waste another timeout, even though it's third and 12? Or do you throw, try to get the first down, which would end the game? And seal the win, yeah. right? You would love to keep possession. Absolutely. 17-9. You want to end in the old victory formation, don't you? You would love to. All good questions. Zoom. And soon we're going to get some answers. Zoom. Agumbi, Foster, Robinson, Fothery, to the right of Fothery, Max Wright, on the wing, Donovan Green. I formation. I formation. Second back, just to the 17. Miami's going to burn its last timeout with 1.25 remaining. Third and final timeout. Miami, 30 seconds. So first down on the initial run. Now a third and practically 11. I'm sorry, fourth down and 11 from the 17-yard line. Miami's last timeout, 125 remaining. 17 to 9, Texas A&M. Constantino. He 
He will punt. Tyreek Stevenson stands on his 35. Nick, five punts over 45 yards. Good snap by Connor. High booming kick over to the Aggie sideline. Stevenson at the 43-yard line. And that is where he is hit right there. Chris Russell is there. Bryce Anderson is there on the coverage. Excellent coverage. 41-yard punt. Great height. Great coverage. Up to the defense. 1-16 remaining. The savant on the sidelines had the timing right. It's rare I hit the math when it comes to clock time. <laughs> this drive starts on their 43-yard line. 17-9 Aggies. Parrish to the right of Van Dyke. Two receivers left. Looking that way. Swing. Caught. Out of bounds. But not before getting into Aggie territory. Out of the tackle of Jared Kerr. The completion. To their wide receiver, Brashard Smith. An 11-yard gain to the Aggie. 46. 109 remaining. No timeouts for Miami. 17-9 Aggies. Two receivers to the right. One to the left. Tight end on the right wing. Van Dyke, plenty of time, nobody open. Throw right side, too high. The coverage over there by Jacoby Matthews, one of the safeties in this game. You know, and if this ball is thrown to the receiver, he probably picks it because he was there. 102, second and 10. And J Jacoby picks that off, and he's running all the way to Ponchatoula, <laughs> where he's from. Trips right. Rashard Smith closest to the line of scrimmage. Then Redding. Then Keyshawn Smith. Tight end on the left side. Parrish out of the backfield. Over the middle. Incomplete. Edger and Cooper. The coverage on Parrish out of the backfield. It's third and ten with 58 seconds left. Third and 10 from the Aggie, 46 with 58 seconds left. In comes Jalen Knighton. Out comes Parrish. Two receivers each side. One of them is Mallory flexed off the line with Redding to the left. Jimbo's the taking a timeout. Texas A&M. Second charge timeout. Texas A&M, 30 seconds. I think he wanted to see what what their formation was going to be and he took the timeout went right to the official took the timeout and they'll figure out what they want to do on defense. Well, Miami has two plays to get 10 yards. Right. 58 seconds left third and 10 from the Aggie 46 Texas A&M up 17 to 9. Final minute of the fourth quarter. Two receivers to the right. Brashard Smith in the slot. Keyshawn Smith is wide. Jalen Knighton to the right of Tyler Van Dyke. Two receivers to the left, including the tight end Mallory and then Michael Redding. Knighton to the left of Van Dyke on the third and ten. 
out of the backfield. Knighton is hit by Jalen Jones. Inbounds at the 40-yard line. It's fourth and four. Jalen Jones tackled him inbounds. They can get the stop here. They can win this game right here. Hold them short of fourth down. 0 for 1 on fourth down this season. Three receivers to the right. The throw. Incomplete! The Aggies' defense holds. And they will defeat number 13, Miami. Oh, boy. Threw it off to the right side. Nobody home. And the Ag defense steps up when they have to. They've done it all night in the red zone. And on Miami's final drive, when it was mandatory. Three field goals is all they've allowed. Five field goals is what Miami has attempted. Miami has their center, Ja'Kai Clark, down. So you're talking about a defense that has allowed 26 points this year in three games. Right about eight points. Per Can game I say it averaging. again? It is good to have Jalen Jones back on the field. Yeah. We Amen. missed 17 the first two weeks. Amen. And we got a lot of guys we want to get back that aren't here today. So, well, Dave, think think about that experience, right? That these young guys are getting. But yes. think about the bounce back now, right? And what they earned today. What they earned tonight. They had the opportunity, and they took it. Well, I hope now that they will buy into you play like you practice yep. because they need to practice like that every week. Max Johnson under center. He takes the knee, and the fighting Texas Aggies, 17-9 on this Saturday night at Kyle Field. And your winning quarterback, The Max bounce back. Johnson. Big win. That's a good win for Texas A&M. Number 13, Miami falls to Texas A&M. And the Aggies, a 17-9 redemptive win. Well, with the defense only allowing nine points, putting forth an unbelievable effort, why don't we talk to one of the leaders of that defense and Edger and Cooper. Edge, why were you guys able to stand up all night when it counted? Just, you know, our main uh, priority, you know, is effort, effort uh, throughout the game, you know, having our heads on, just complete our assignment, you know, everybody just work together, communicate, over-communicate, work on the same page. Prep for this week after a defeat. Did you like the way this team went to work, and is that what allowed you to beat a really good team here tonight? Oh, most definitely. You know, it's always more work from right now. You know, now is uh, stack another day. You know, stack another level uh, and be even better than this game. Appreciate your time. Good win today. All right, thank you. All right, that's Edrin Cooper as the defense. He's a leader on it. They only allow nine points. They've only allowed 26 points in three games. Five tackles, three solo, a half a tackle for loss, two passes broken up in a quarterback hurry. Well, the one I remember is the the deep one that he had great coverage. Covered the uh, he covered Parrish out of the yeah, backfield, exactly. right? Yes. Nearly, nearly had a pick. Sawed him off. This team, <laughs> 17 to nine, Texas A&M defeats the 13th ranked Miami Hurricanes. Just another Saturday night special at Kyle Field. <laughs> Coming up, it is our All-State post-game show, and we wrap up a victorious 17-9 win over Miami. Stay with us. It's Aggie football from Learfield.
on the Texas A&M Sports Network from Learfield. Texas A&M football has been brought to you by Allstate. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with Allstate. Bud Light, it's for the fans. Capital Farm Credit, together we're better. Dos Equis, a proud sponsor of Texas A&M Athletics. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Your Texas Ford dealers. Ford is the best in Texas. Merck Animal Help, proud sponsor of Texas A&M football. Pepsi, made for football watching. Proud partner of the Texas A&M Aggies. Texas Mutual Insurance Company. Work safe and win. Learn more at TexasMutual.com. And by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, a proud corporate partner of Texas A&M Athletics. Now, welcome to the All-State Postgame Show, presented by All-State. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with All-State. Let's go back to the stadium. Celebrating a 17-9 Aggie win over the 13th-ranked Miami Hurricanes. Glad that you have stayed with us. We welcome you to the postgame show presented by Allstate. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with Allstate. Here's what's ahead. Our Mustang Cat scoring recap. Dave will have his Texas Ford dealers drive of the game. We will have our Wells Fargo winning moments that might or might not involve number 15, Albert Regis. And we'll update you on a St. Joseph Health injury report. And really, we're going to talk about what had the, the, the Aggies overcame in that injury report. That's all ahead in our All-State postgame show. The Aggies with a 17-9 win. When we come back, we'll have our Mustang Cat scoring recap. After the 17-9 win over Miami, the Aggies 2-1. Come on back. This is Aggie football from Learfield. This is the All-State Postgame Show. Protect yourself from mayhem and save money by switching to All-State. Texas A&M 17, Miami 9, the Aggies bounce back and get the victory time now for our mustang cat scoring recap so when miami won the toss or st joseph health coin toss they decided to kick to devon a chain guess what that's our first highlight in our mustang cat scoring recap it's booted towards devon he will field it at the goal line Inside the numbers, cuts back to the middle of the field, breaks one tackle, breaks two tackles, middle of the field, cuts to the left side, up ahead to the 35-yard line. Great start for the Aggies. Oh, man, he was almost gone. They caught him from behind, just an ankle tackle. <laughs> I, I love when six gets to field that no, kickoff, right? <laughs> well, that got the eight-play, 55-yard drive started. The Aggies needed three minutes and 19 seconds. And to cap that... Game opening drive, Randy Bond for a field goal. And it will be Randy Bond who will kick for the Aggies, number 47. He's the sophomore out of Plano West. This will be a 27-yard attempt from the left hash. Make it 26. And the first point as an Aggie, Randy Bond, the 26-yard field goal, gives the Aggies a 3 to nothing lead. 
Dave, on that drive, Max Johnson hit Donovan Green for 18 yards, a 13-yard rush by Devon A. Chain, and the 16-yard pass to Anaya Smith, and it was a great start for this team. You really wanted to see what kind of start they were going to have this evening. And, and it was a, a quick answer. People who were curious about how Max would perform, he takes him right down the field, gets the Aggies the lead, and a lead that they never gave up. And Miami then gets its first possession, and they go 65 yards in 12 plays in just under five minutes. And Andres Borregales, a 28-yard field goal, and we were tied at three. And when the Aggies could not get anything going, well, they bring on Nick Constantino to punt. But there was one turnover in this game, and the Aggies forced the turnover on the punt. Constantino's punt, wobbly, bounces, caught at the 31, fumbled, picked up by whom? The Aggies at the 28-yard line, I believe, Chris Russell. Damani Richardson forced the fumble, Chris Russell recovered the fumble, and the Aggies had it on the 28-yard line. They needed just three plays, they needed just 74 seconds. But before the touchdown, they also needed a 22-yard gain by Devon A-Chain. A-chain to the right of Johnson. Tight ends on the left wing. A-chain, 20. A-chain, 15. 10. Dragging a defender. Face mask. Half the distance. And he's already to the three. Lining up under center. The ball just outside the one. I formation. Ernest Crownover. L.J. Johnson. L.J.'s first touchdown as an Aggie. But two big backs right here. LJ, touchdown, right up the guts. Yep. Aggies have the lead. Right up the gut. I, that I love. Good on good. Our big guys against your big guys. We win. <laughs> LJ Johnson had two runs, right? The touchdown run, and then he needed a first down run. Just situational football. LJ came through for him. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> now we know we can go to him when we need it. Absolutely. Now, not because Effie and Jim were here, we've got to get Nick in. But, you know, when they need that left foot, Nick Constantino delivers, and he did for the Aggies helping flip the field. 26 seconds left first quarter. The left footer boots a high spiral. He's going to let it go. And as it hits the seven, it comes back, and that is where it is chased down. Bryce Anderson, 58-yard punt. Nick Constantino, it's like a 60-degree lob wedge. <laughs> he dropped it in there pretty nicely. Inside the 10, he'll be at the 9. And if it's the alternating format, Dave's going to putt for birdie <laughs> is, is what we're going to do. Now, this ended up being a fantastic defensive play by the Aggies. Uh, Miami had the ball, and the Aggies with the 10-3 to lead. You're actually going to hear Damani make this hit, and then afterwards he's going to be disqualified for targeting. We did not agree with this. And I know I look at the world through maroon glasses, but Damani with one of the great hits by this Aggie defense. Van Dyke, across the middle, blown up, I mean, just blown up at the 12. Now, two Aggies were disqualified from this game. Earlier in the first quarter, Brian George was disqualified for targeting. And this time, Damani, even though it wasn't called immediately, 
He was also, after review, disqualified for targeting. In that first quarter, Miami had a 49-yard field goal attempt, but Andres Borregales, he hooked that one, kept it 10-3. And then a little bit later on, Miami, a chance to cut into that 10-3 lead on the drive by Miami, ends up being a 36-yard field goal attempt. He didn't miss it. Albert Regis blocked it. 36-yarder, Borregales, he's hit a 28-yarder, and he missed a 49-yarder, kicking to the south end zone. It is blocked by the Aggies. Albert Regis is high stepping to the sideline. Still 10 to 3. High step all you want, young fella. (laughs) That was key. As I said, it it remains 10 to 3. And then the Aggies, Miami got the ball first in the third quarter, and the Aggies forced them to punt. And they would go on a drive to take the lead. You're going to hear that a little bit later on. It will be Dave's Texas Ford Dealers drive the game. But the Aggies, the 17-3 lead on the early touchdown in that third quarter. And then for the Aggies, when they needed this defense to come through, they did time and time again. And one of those guys was defensive tackle Isaiah Rakes. Second and 10. Ah, man in the backfield. It's going to be a tackle for loss. That's that old D-line party right there. Isaiah rakes the last off that pile. As you always say, let's meet at the quarterback or the running back. (laughs) Absolutely. Miami would get a 22-yard field goal by Andres um, Borregales, a 12-play, 71-yard drive that took nearly six and a half minutes. And at the end of three quarters, it was 17-6, Texas A&M. Miami would creep closer midway through that fourth quarter. A 16-play, 83-yard drive, a drive that started on their one-yard line. Nick Constantino was great again. Noah Thomas downing that ball at the one-yard line. Six minutes and 19 seconds later, Borregales, the 34-yard field goal, made it 17-9. to And then the Aggies are three and out. Miami got it back. And then the Aggies, after Anaya Smith on a punt, that he muffed but recovered at his own seven. Devon A-Chain, an 11-yard gain, but then three plays. Miami used its final two timeouts. They had a minute 16 as they got the ball. And they got across midfield, and they got to the 46-yard line and the Aggie defense. One of the key plays was a completion, but Jalen Jones tackled the receiver inbounds, and Miami could not stop the clock. And this game then stood. The Aggies were going to stand or fall on the final play for Miami, a fourth down stop for the Aggies. Three receivers to the right. The throw incomplete. The Aggies' defense holds, and they will defeat number 13, Miami. (laughs) The defense got off the field. The defense, just nine points. The defense, undermanned, did a fantastic job this evening. That's the thing. I mean, we get two guys, two critical guys go out for targeting, and we get a third critical guy, all safety. Well, Antonio Brian, George, Brian George is the corner. But, right, right, right. But, but Antonio goes out with an injury. We still don't know what it is. And so we're missing our two best safeties and one of our corners, and yet we've still we still held them to three field goals. Yeah, 
Number 13. This is a good night for Texas A&M. Dave, five field goal attempts. I'm not sure they took a shot in the end zone. No, I right when they got down right. around there, they never. They I don't. They didn't never. They never got real the over, close. The overthrow here in the south end zone, right? Yeah, but it wasn't really close because he was being pressured. Right. And so the Aggies get the 17 to nine win. That is our Mustang Cat scoring recap. Mustang Cat building Texas, powering the world. Visit mustangcat.com for more information. Mustang Cat is a proud corporate partner of Texas A&M Athletics. Still to come. In our All-State postgame show, Dave will have his Texas Ford dealers drive of the game. That's straight ahead. This is Aggie football from Learfield. Developed by Aggies for Aggieland, Mission Ranch offers an unparalleled lifestyle with exceptional amenities. Just minutes from Kyle Field to learn more about this incredible Caldwell community. Visit our on-site welcome center or visit www.missionranchtx.com. It is our All-State postgame show, wrapping up the Aggies' 17-9 win over previously 13th-ranked Miami. And time now for our Texas Ford Dealers drive of the game, and this now belongs to Dave. All right, thank you, Andrew. The Aggies went to the locker room at halftime with a 10-3 lead. Uh, Miami won the toss. They deferred, and so the Aggies had to kick off to them. The Aggie defense came out, did a great job, stopped the Miami offense, forced them to punt. They punted it down to the 24-yard line in A&M territory, and the Aggies took it from there. The offense come on the field. And in four plays, they go 76 yards and two huge plays. The first one is to Anaya Smith for 25 yards. 35-yard line right hash. Johnson throws complete. Smith across the middle, breaks a tackle into Miami territory, stutter steps to the 40, still on his feet before he is slumped back. Oh, and a late a flag. flag. Absolutely. 25-yard completion, and there will be more after that unsportsmanlike. Yeah, it was a 25-yarder, and they added 15 for unnecessary roughness, so that's one of the big plays, and that's why this drive was only four plays. The touchdown came a play later, and three broken tackles by Devon A-Chain on a sweep to the right for 25 yards in the touch. From right to left, out of the backfield, got A-Chain. A-Chain breaks a tackle down the right sideline at the 10. Cuts back to the number, still on his feet. A-Chain yes! is in! Six for six from 25. And the Aggies have a 16-3 lead. Devon A-Chain out of the backfield and into the end zone. Oh, boy, and he left several defenders wondering how you tackle him. Three broken tackles and some excited <laughs> announcers. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Made it 17 to 3, a lead the Aggies would never give up. And that will be our Texas Ford Dealers drive of the game. And brought to you by our South Texas and Houston Ford Dealers. Ford is the best in Texas. Our Wells Fargo winning moments. When we return to the All State postgame show, a 17 to 9 Texas AM win over Miami. This is Aggie football from Learfield. College football is mayhem. Protect yourself and save big. When you switch to Allstate, go to Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. 
It is the All-State Post Game Show. The Aggies with a 17-9 win over Miami. And before we get to our Wells Fargo winning moments, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification along the Texas A&M Sports Network. As we get to our Wells Fargo winning moments in the 17-9 win for the Aggies, we like to feature the defense during this segment. And there were a lot of great plays by this defense. And when we give you more of the circumstances, you'll appreciate it even more. But in that first half, Miami had a chance to cut into the Aggie lead. And the Aggies were up 10-3 to when uh, Andres Borregales attempting a 30. He had just missed a 49-yarder that he hooked left. Chance to cut 10-6 to at the end of that second quarter. But Albert Regis would get the blocked field goal in that first half. 36-yarder Borregales. He's hit a 28-yarder, and he missed a 49-yarder. Kicking to the south end zone. Bobby Brown and Michael Clemens doing that high step, right? <laughs> yeah. And Albert Regis falls right in line. And then this game, it all was decided on a fourth down for Miami, the final offensive possession for the Hurricanes, and a defining defensive stop by the Aggies. Three receivers to the right, the throw, incomplete! The Aggies' defense holds, and they will defeat number 13, Miami. Those are your Wells Fargo winning moments. Wells Fargo, the official bank of Texas A&M Athletics. Bigger picture through all of this with the defense. No Tamisha Adelier, so Albert Regis has to play. The block that he gets, remember, earlier in that drive, he knocks down a pass by Tyler Van Dyke. So he knocks down the pass, gets the block. Great job by that defensive line. Get a chance to see McKinley Jackson come back. Adelier out. But Regis comes in and does a fantastic job. Targeting on Brian George. This was a defense that had Jalen Jones back, and he was fantastic all night. Tyreek Chappelle, but we know the depth. They had Brian George disqualified for targeting. Damani Richardson, outstanding safety, disqualified for targeting in the first quarter. They played Bryce Anderson, a freshman. They played Jared Kerr after Antonio Johnson left after a tackle, did not come back. He's a freshman out of out of Lexington. Jacoby Matthews uh, gets some quality time. I, I just this defense has been solid all three games, and now that's I think that's going to be one of those messages going out. Like, mm, good luck trying to score on them. And again, I want to say the one shot to the end zone. It wasn't a great shot when Miami got close. They ran, and I get it. You got a kicker like Borregales. I get it. But I'm telling you, this defense was stout again. Yes, they were. They were They were outstanding. And it was next man up. That's exactly what it was. I mean, but we That's lost exactly so – first of all, we came in with several people banged up. Right. But we lost – you just went through the line of the, the number of people that we lost. Still no Andre and, White, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, and yet – we keep running youngsters in there, and they perform beautifully. So, I mean, that is awesome that we've got that kind of quality depth. Uh, and that just bodes well for 
this defense down the road. Will got to talk to Edger and Cooper after the game. Chris Russell was outstanding. He and Damani Richardson combining on the fumble. Damani with the hit. Chris with the recovery at the 28-yard line becomes the L.J. Johnson uh, touchdown. Noah Thomas, another freshman, downs the ball at the one-yard line. Yeah. Like these young guys, today the moment didn't seem to be. I know Damani and Chris aren't, but the moment didn't seem too big for those freshmen, which goes back to what you say. You're put in a position to succeed by what you did this previous week. Exactly. Perfect practice prevents pee-poor performance. I mean, they had a great week of practice, and they played extremely well. It didn't make any difference what, what class they were. It didn't make any difference if they were true freshmen for, in, in for their first action or they're a seasoned veteran. It was seamless. It really was. So I'm going to go to the defensive numbers first. And Jalen Jones, nine tackles, eight solo tackles for Jalen Jones as a corner. Uh-huh. Unbelievable. And, and, the, and the tackle he makes to keep Redding in bounds keeps the clock moving because Miami didn't yes. have any timeouts. Huge. There's a, there's a, and there's a number of those situational plays in this game on offense and defense. Eight tackles, Bryce Anderson, who came in. As a safety for, for Devonnie Richardson. Yeah. Um, Antonio Johnson would have eight tackles. Six for Tyreek Chappelle. I thought Jordan Gilbert was very good. He was. Six tackles for him um, there. Shamar Stewart, five tackles. Shamar, more time for him with Adelier. And Rakes was out a little bit. Didn't play as much because they got dinged last week. Stewart with the five tackles. Edrin Cooper, as we mentioned, the, the five tackles. The two passes that were broken up. Tyreek broke up two passes. Gilbert broke up two passes. Jalen Jones had a pass that was broken up. Even though the Aggies did not get a sack, Johnson had a hurry. Stewart had a hurry. Cooper had a hurry. Shamar Turner had a hurry. They were able to get that that kind of pressure. It was it was and they finished, Dave. I think that was the key. That's what Jimbo had said all spring when he's talking going around the state at all the coaches' nights. He was honest. We were eight and four because we didn't finish. Last week they didn't finish. Tonight. On that defensive end, they finished. They did. Right? They did. It was outstanding. And it's fun. It's, it's a lot <laughs> it's of fun. It's really fun. <laughs> well, you heard some of our uh, St. Joseph health injury reports uh, by telling you we'll get the update Monday when Jimbo will talk with the with the media. Uh, and then throughout the week, we'll see uh, you know the updates on Antonio Johnson. But again, Max Wright was one who played. Jalen Jones was one who played. It's nice to get those guys back mm-hmm. uh, into, into this lineup. So uh, we will have that for you when we're back with you on Saturday. And when we come back, Will Johnson will join us. Uh, he has been in the Aggie locker room, the victorious locker room, the 17-9 to win for the Aggies over Miami. Every time we give you the injury report, it's brought to you by St. Joseph Health, your primary partner for primary care and the official health care provider of Texas A&M Athletics. More numbers. Will joins us. The All-State Postgame Show rolls on from Kyle Field. 17-9, Aggies get the win. This is Aggie football from Learfield. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance wants to provide a trip for 12 to the Plains. The Aggie-Auburn game, November 12th. To register for the 12th fan trip, visit 12thman.com slash 12thfan. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance is a proud corporate partner of Texas A&M Athletics. The All-State Postgame Show rolls on from Kyle Field. The Aggies, 17-9 win over Miami with Dave Elmendorf. I'm Andrew Monaco. Joined up here in the booth by Will Johnson. 
was it as exciting on that sideline as it was from up here? They were pretty amped up. <laughs> that locker room was good. Uh, they wanted the music cranked up before Jimbo even spoke. So. <laughs> you know there's some energy if they're trying to start that up before the head coach addresses them. <laughs> also, before this game, there was a curfew, and there were four players missing, right? Yes. And did not play at all in this game. And, well, and the, those four players, from what we heard, they were late for curfew, and they did not play tonight. Right. So, as Jimbo always, for, for, as Jimbo always says, if you stay four years, you get 28 games on Kyle Field. One fewer for them. Yes. Now, hopefully they celebrate with their teammates, right? I, I, I totally get that. But that's one less opportunity before a sold-out crowd on Saturday to be a part of this win. And that's, you know what, next man up. And that's why you recruit like you recruit. And that's why you bring in the talent you bring in, because you don't rely on just one person. And hopefully they learned their they lesson. And they that... learned their <laughs> lesson, and they won't ever do it again. Unless, it, as Dave said, it had to be a productive loss last. You, you lost. You can't do anything about it. What do you gain from it? Will, that was as spirited on that field as we saw on those practice fields last yeah, week. Yeah, and, and Jimbo, you mentioned the phrase that he addressed the team with earlier this week. He, he addressed them with it again in the postgame locker room, and you'll hear it. Uh, I don't want to give too much away, but you'll hear it in our interview that how do you handle adversity? I mean, that, that, says, that says more about who you are as a person than a player. Uh, how do you handle adversity? I mean, and there were some spirited practices uh, we said it when we came on the air. You can't let one loss define you. And a September non-conference loss cannot derail your season. Yeah. You cannot allow that if you're a team. But he always talks love, trust, and believe in each other. They did that tonight. They had to yeah. because this was a tough team that came into Kyle Field trying to put another loss on them. Let's hear Will. He caught up with Jimbo Fisher after this victory. All right, Coach, two nationally ranked teams, two good teams. Seemed like a pretty good football game, too. It was a really physical football game. I think we were very opportunistic, and we played well uh, together. I think we played uh, offense. We come out, got a good driver off the bat, then they come back. Then we come back, stopped and get a pummel, and then we put it in and score. <laughs> Even held, and they had a block, uh, got a block kick off of it. Then we come out second half and did things and stopped. And I think even though offense, we didn't score points, we still moved the football. We're punting from the 50 and keeping them. They were pinned. I think we had three or four punts inside the 10-yard line. Now, I think one thing we got to work on is making sure we don't give them three and outs. You get three and outs right there, man, we can get some points. We got to win that battle. We gave up a long drive there. So, but defense, we did a really good job. Again, eating up long drives on us and not getting the ball back. We didn't have it much. We got to stop that. Uh, we're bend, boat, break, and did, but real did the same there. The t turnover on special team was huge, and we didn't turn it over on offense. That was the other thing. And I thought we got the running game going a little bit better. Chain was outstanding in the game, and we got the ball nice in some situations. Max is obviously a veteran, but, but it was his first start as an Aggie. How'd you feel about it? I thought it was solid. I mean, in a game, that pressure, I mean, wasn't no, there was no room for error. You know what I mean? I thought he made good decisions. We had a lot of pressure in the pocket, gave up too many sacks, and he didn't have much, but he didn't throw picks, and he didn't get stripped and sat in the pocket and you know, give up fumbles, which was big in the game, and he made some really critical third-down throws. Did you like the week of prep coming off a tough really one? Did. Uh, our guys come back with heart and saying, we always tell them fear does two things, fear everything and run, face everything and rise, and uh, they faced it now. We got a lot. Are we, are we a perfect thing? No, not by any means, but, we got, but we're still facing things bad, and our kids did a great job, showed a lot of heart. Great stuff. Good win. Thanks for the time. Thank you.
You know I always look at you after Jimbo talks. Cause <laughs> win the turnover battle, win the game. That's, I mean, he, he said it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we we got the one turnover, and it turned into a touchdown for us. And that's the difference in the game. Yeah. I mean. I, I, Max looked like we thought Max would look. Didn't he's a veteran, and what he's done, above all else, even at LSU, prior to coming to A&M, he's protected the football. And. Last year at LSU, 27 touchdowns, just six interceptions. That's a fantastic ratio. So, and I like that Jimbo mentioned it there. I mean, how many times can you get a sack and the ball's dangling out there because a the quarterback wants to throw? You get a strip, you get a you get a turnover. I mean, he he didn't panic when the pressure came, and he protected the football even in those situations. So, uh, you know, the offense, like he mentioned, they're not perfect. They've, they've got some work to do, some some improvements to make. Even the defense, like he said, you had them pinned down deep. Sometimes they allowed long drives. But overall, you protected the football tonight. He managed the game. And remember, Jimbo Fisher calls a game manager as a quarterback. That's a compliment. Correct. That is not something to look down upon. If you manage the game, you've done well, and Max did that tonight. And then, uh, But there's work to do. Uh, but it, it, the classroom is going to be a whole lot better going into the SEC when you get a win over a nationally ranked team tonight. And finally, for me though, I, th- I thought the biggest thing though was the defense and what they did in the red zone. Uh, Miami got down there four times, didn't score one touchdown, had to kick field goals every time, and one of them, Albert Reed just got a big paw on. So the, the defense in the red zone, although they allowed some yards, that was the key for me tonight. That they stood up tall yeah. down there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they didn't take shots in the end zone, Miami. Yeah, well, Look, I, and I'm I know they have Tyler Van Dyke, but I think they established things with that run game because they run it really well. I, I don't, I, the, I don't know what Tyler Van Dyke. He didn't throw it that well. No. Twenty-one of forty-one that's for two seventeen. Yeah, that's, that's barely fifty yeah. percent. That, that's not a great number. So I thought they did well against Van Dyke, but I thought. Miami would overall run it a little more. They ended up throwing it 41. They rushed it 36 times, so they threw it more than they ran it. Well, that was not their recipe in the first two games. They ran it around 65% of the time yeah. in their first two yeah. games. But they were throwing it more tonight, which surprised me a little bit. But it didn't seem too effective, even with a good Tyler Van Dyke back there. That Aggie defense stood up to him. 18 carries, 88 yards for Devon A. Chain, and some of those early runs kind of set the tone right for A&M because – if it's not between the tackles, he does that, and he can bounce outside as well. And, uh, you know, we know he can catch out of the backfield as well. I, I You know, kickoff returns, catch the ball, run the ball. His all-purpose yards are he's, amazing. He's an incredible weapon because he can run tackle to tackle. He can run inside. And normally a speed guy doesn't have that kind of power. Right. And, and doesn't want to run in there. Right. But. Devon doesn't mind it, and, I mean, there's no questioning his speed. He's a world-class sprinter. So, yeah. I mean, and we, we've seen it out here we, on Kyle Field, too. Have. When when he gets out in front, you just say, he's gone. But on your drive of the game, it's Anias making people miss, but also using the strength. Devon did the same thing on his reception, didn't uh, abso- he? Absolutely. Yep, yep. Yeah. And it, was a, it was a good night for those guys. Yeah, and after this game, Will caught up with Devon A-Chain. Uh, first, Devon, to get it started, uh, opening kickoff of the game. You think you had another one there? <laughs> Pretty close to busting another one? Um, yeah. You know, it was opening kickoff, you know. I had to make a couple people miss. And, you know, if I would have seen him coming, you know, I guess he came like from behind. If I would have seen him, you know, I would have probably tried to make a miss. But, yeah, we, you know, stopped the game great. You know, we had a great drive. So, you know, I, I think that set the momentum. 
You like the way you guys ran the ball for the most part tonight? Yeah, um, you know, like I said, the first half we run the ball good. You know, just, you know, we got to finish. Second half, you know, we could uh, we could have had way more points than we had. You know, we just got to come back second half and just finish stronger. Pretty physical game. I mean, a, a tough yards, pretty hard to tough, uh, pretty hard to come by. Excuse me, but overall, pretty physical game in your mind. Yeah, of course. You know, Miami a great team. You know, we don't take no opponents light. So all games, we, all games we come into, we expect to be physical. You know, we played a great game, and you know, just this time we came out uh, with the, with the W. Is it always comforting on offense knowing uh, the defense has your back, doing what they're doing each and every day? Yeah, always. You know, I, we rely on defense just like they're on us. You know, it's a team game. You know, um, you know, at practice, we know we probably don't like each other. You know, go it, go at it, each other win the game. You know, we all come together as one. And, you know, um, defense playing great. Appreciate your time. Good win tonight. Thank you. Will, Dave, what we saw from this team was they were able to stack tonight, weren't they? Mm-hmm. And the, the defense, uh, they kept stacking because, well, you don't allow a touchdown. I mean, that that's stacking a bunch of possessions together where you're yeah. not allowing anything. And the offense – Jimbo mentioned it to the team after maybe the offense didn't go down and score a ton of points, but they did a good job dictating field position. They, they'd get it out there around midfield, at least move the ball, help your defense with your punter because you moved it out toward midfield, help your defense, pinning them deep, and then Nick Constantino did the rest with those three punts inside the 10-yard line. So complimentary football always matters. And like we said, A&M may be a work in progress right now, but the complimentary and situational football was really good tonight. You know, you don't. You, it sometimes our stat monitor doesn't say enough. So for Nick, the six punts, three inside the twenty, right? Great. Well, yeah, but how about the one yard line? Right. The, the seven, three yard when the they three, went on the three yard the line. The seven that Connor showed, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I need, I need a little more. Can it go a little yeah. deeper than that? Yeah. And his 57 yard punt was the one that was downed at the one. I know. Right. <laughs> you know, it's just that kind of stuff. And. You know, Devon A-Chain, 184 all-purpose yards. The 88 rushing, 42 receiving, 54 on the kickoff returns, and another touchdown for him. And, again, it's also comforting to know that you can go to him out of the backfield. And just some some terrific weapons for A&M. A couple other numbers. Max Johnson, 10 of 20 for 140. One touchdown, no interceptions. Uh, Quarterback rating of 125. Which, which is good. Devon, 18 carries, 88 yards, five yards a carry. But, you know, Max Johnson, the first run, their first possession of the third quarter. That's what I was going to say. I mean, we just talked about his passing, but his running yeah. was outstanding. You mentioned that first run of that drive. And got then the, it going. And then the next time, he runs to the left for five yards. Yeah, exactly. Seven carries, 23 yards for him. And I like what Will said. No turnovers. Amari Daniels comes in, a little change of pace, three for ten. LJ actually has the third. He had three carries. He has the the final carry on offense when uh, they were running up the middle. But for, for LJ, that's situational football. Eye formation, second back, touchdown. When they needed a first down in that third quarter, eye formation, he gets that first down. That continues the drive where they weren't doing that last week. So that was that was a nice thing. 392 to 264 are your total yards. Miami gets the advantage. Aggies passed for 140, rushed for 124. Four for 12 on third downs. Total plays are 77 to 52. Uh, Miami well, with that. Um, not as many self-inflicted. I, I think someone might be chuckling. Well, they targeted. But I didn't think it was as many self-inflicted penalties by the Aggies. In fact, Miami's penalties... 
added on the touchdown drive and the two holdings and the then the illegal drive. formation. They had the Aggies down at the one. And it was an illegal formation, had to punt again. Now, that almost was a disaster. But 25 yards and penalties when Miami needed field position, they were on the Aggie side for one play. And then the two holdings kept pushing them back, and the Aggies made those stops. And they couldn't make up. They, they couldn't make up those penalty yards, and that's how the Aggies won the game, really. Yeah. And then that big that big 11-yard run by Devon H. And I know it was a first-down run, but that was just to start that. More of the All-State postgame show wrapping up the 17-9 win for the Aggies over the Miami Hurricanes. Stay with us. This is Aggie Football from Learfield. Want a killer spread without the hassle? Walk on. Sports Bistro, family and friends bundles. They're available to go. Pick your favorite starter, your side, your entree, and feed a group of four. Order online at walk-ons.com. Order in the Walk-Ons app. Walk-On Sports Bistro. More than a restaurant. Dave, I go back to the walkthrough on Friday. In the last words of Jimbo, you can change the narrative. You've got a great opportunity to play the number 13 team in the country. And as Will had talked, face everything. Run, face everything, and rise. It's Team Rose. Absolutely. And it doesn't get any easier. No. <laughs> Number 10. Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. They, they struggled, but they won. So they'll probably stay around 10. So we get them next week. Yeah. Yeah, because 13 went down today. Anything else stand out to you, Will? Just the reaction of the loss. I mean, the, the week of prep was good. They came out, and, and this was, you know, they didn't break. A loss sometimes can divide you, can break you. I mean, they, they stood tall. They stood tall this week. They stood tall in the red zone as a defense. The offense moved it enough to dictate field position. Just to come back after a tough defeat like that and really kind of have the world just talking about you yeah. and, and what had happened. And uh, you made the darling out of the other team. Sure. Uh, came in here and beat you, and they talk about you the other way. Uh, to not let it get to you, to stay together, to come out and play what a Miami team that I think is really good. That I a do, contender too. in the ACC. I uh, do, too. If you ask me. But to come out and go toe-to-toe with them and, and finally just really out-muscle them in the end, I thought it was an impressive comeback and response by the Aggies. But – from this point on, it's not about a comeback and a response. It's about, I mean, standing up to the toughest competition in the country week in and week out now. It'll take a different kind of toughness, not the bounce-back toughness. Right. That steady, consistent, daily physical toughness that is required in the SEC. But I think this team grew up last week during practice. I mean, and they show, uh, the res- this, we saw the result tonight. They, they learned what they have to do to play competitive football as a team. Practice. Practice hard. Practice well. Perfect practice. And it showed so much tonight against, a, a, I think, a very good Miami team. So now that they did what they did last week, if it's not at that level, they know how to correct it now, don't they? They can now say, we're not, we're not doing what we did last week i don't think that's going to be a problem i don't think so either i think they're going to they're going to love what happened here tonight right and they're going to they're going to want to repeat it and they know and jimbo won't let them forget that the way you you do that is you 
practice hard. You practice perfectly every play. And it'll show. It'll right. show on game day. But the coaches won't have to say anything, will they? The leaders they, will say. The, I, hope, I mean, they I, will. I hope that they probably will right. remind them right. if they need it, but I don't think they're going to need it. I agree. I, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. I hope that the team leaders take this over and say, look, see what happens when we do what we're supposed to do. You know, Jimbo's a pretty smart guy. We did what he told us to, and look what happened. We beat number 13. It was pretty fun, wasn't it? Let's do it again <laughs> next week. So, I, I mean, it builds on itself. Yeah. And uh, it, I tell you what, winning like this in front of this kind of crowd, it's addictive. Right. You, you'll you do whatever you have to to get that same feeling because it's fun. Yeah. Well, we better have all enjoyed it tonight because we're not back here until <laughs> October 29th. And so, fellas, pull the suitcase down from the top shelf of the oh, closet yeah. and yeah. just keep it down. For five weeks. Absolutely. Because it is Arlington next week. Six is the kick. Five is our pregame show. But we still have to hear from Jed Ainsworth. He will help wrap us up this All-State postgame show, the Aggie 17-9 win over Miami. Jets next. This is Aggie football from Learfield. Live from the Learfield Network Studios, this is the College Scoreboard. It's time for the College Football Scoreboard Update. I'm Jet Ainsworth. The scoreboard brought to you by Dos Equis. Let's take a look at some of the action from around the top 25. Some interesting matchups. And for the most part, a lot of the ranked teams held serve. 17th ranked Baylor at home playing host to Texas State today and the Baylor Bears got the job done. They improved to two and one. They knock off Texas State 42 to seven. Number one ranked Georgia. They were on the road in an SEC East matchup with South Carolina. The Georgia Bulldogs scored early and scored often. Play fake Carson sets up on the hash, throws for the end zone, wide open. Touchdown, Oscar Dell, the freshman from coming Georgia. Reaches up high and catches that ball for his first score. Scott Howard on the Georgia Bulldogs radio network. Georgia would go on to win 48-7. to In fact, in the first three weeks of the season, Georgia has outscored their opponents 130-10. to Fourth-ranked Michigan at home at the Big House. They blow out UConn. 59 to nothing. An interesting game between old Big 8 rivals, sixth-ranked Oklahoma on the road in Lincoln to take on the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Snap, back to pass. Looking left, steps it up. He'll run it himself to the 40. 45 first down midfield. Nebraska territory. Dylan Gabriel down the sidelines. 30, 25, 20, 15. Still in bounds. He's to the five. He'll score. Dylan Gabriel all the way down the sidelines. They couldn't get him out. And he took it to Painter. Toby Rowland on the Sooners Sports Network from Learfield. Oklahoma would go on to beat Nebraska 49-14. Then a top 25 matchup between 12th-ranked BYU on the road to take on number 25, Oregon. Snap, Nick's back to throw. Nix throws, catch made, Ferguson turns, don't deny me the end zone, he got there, touchdown. Ball came out, but he had already scored. 
Terrence Ferguson with a catch, spun to the end zone. He crossed the plane. Jerry Allen on the Oregon Ducks Sports Network. Oregon would go on to win at home at Oxen Stadium, 41 to 20 over 12th ranked BYU. That was the Dos Equis scoreboard. Dos Equis, a proud partner of Texas A&M Athletics. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. I'm Jed Ainsworth. You're listening to Aggie Football from Learfield. Jet, thank you so much. We will talk to you next week at Arkansas because that uh, against Arkansas will be in Arlington at AT&T Stadium. The Aggies and the Arkansas Razorbacks who come in undefeated and they came in as the number 10 team this week. We'll see what that ranking is next week when the Aggies take on Arkansas. The Aggies come in after the 17-9 win over the Miami Hurricanes, the 13th ranked Hurricanes this evening at Kyle Field. Have to thank a whole lot of people. We begin with Kevin Menchow, our engineer. Greg Reuter is our statistician, Todd Starnes, is my spotter. And Aggie football is produced by Tony O'Neill in our Learfield studios. For Dave Elmendorf, for Will Johnson, I'm Andrew Monaco. Thank you so much for joining us. The Aggies with a 17-9 win over Miami. This has been the All-State Postgame Show. Protect yourself from mayhem and save money by switching to All-State. We'll see you next Saturday, or this Saturday, because it's Sunday here. 5 o'clock for our St. Joseph Health pregame show. 6 will be the kick between the Aggies and the Razorbacks as SEC play opens. We thank you so much for joining us. Thanks and gig them. This is Aggie football from Learfield. This has been the All-State Post Game Show presented by All-State. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with All-State. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Texas A&M Sports Network. Some people just know bundling with All-State means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm-mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.